0: What's yeah, that was not even the point. Yeah, exactly. No, it is. It is. It is cool. It's like it, it's fun, sort of being around like maniacs. It, like it's fun, like <laughs> working out around like people I'm afraid of. I go into the gym. And there's all these. There's all these scary people yeah. there, and it's really
1: motivating. Then, you, then you gotta work out enough so that you could run away right. from them if you needed to
0: right if push came to shove yeah. they couldn't just like snap me and like grab my <laughs> head and then grab one of my legs and just easily tear me into two pieces yeah
2: it's a good thing that you think so highly of yourself honestly christian i th- I, I think it's a great thing but there are some people uh-huh. that would say uh, a seven foot four lanky uh-huh. guy with just right. a giant mustache on his uh-huh. face yeah. is a deal breaker for them
3: Right, uh, sure. You know, no, yeah, I'm, just,
2: I'm just saying there are some people, not personally. There me are some personally.
0: people, but you know what I'm going to say to you, Dan? None what of those people that? are working out of Planet Fitness. I'm <laughs> okay. just, I'm just, I'm just, okay. I'm just telling you that right now. Again, yeah. you, you go into Planet Fitness and it's like every everyone inside of Planet Fitness, it's like they look like someone that like just decided like they're gonna start taking fitness seriously today. But it's just perpetually. It's like it's like it's just like every single person in there is just like so out of shape. And me too. Also, but I was going to Planet Fitness like a bunch and I was still because I was just like eating like shit and just like, you know, just pounding beer. And then I'm just like, oh, but I'm lifting weight. So it's like, you know, whatever. But it's like it's like you'd go to like Planet Fitness and there were like people and I'd watch them over the course of like four or five months. And it's like somehow they're just like in worse shape every single time I see it's like they're just getting like fatter and weaker. And yet somehow I just keep seeing them in the gym. And every time you walked in...
2: Yeah. And yep. every time you walk in, they would just clap for your arrival. Right. Yeah. They you would were just bow. the shining beacon. Right. Of, of course. Of fitness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, 100%.
0: No, I'm sad. But see, but I, I feel like maybe you're missing the point of what I'm saying is the fact. Oh, no, that it's I'm like, not
2: missing it. I'm not missing the point.
0: I wasn't the shining beacon of fit. I like I should oh, never I walk into a gym and be like one of the more in shape people inside of the like it. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But hold on. You yeah. didn't say in shape before.
2: You said attractive.
0: Well, I sort of take the two things to be no, similar things he, he in the context fat. <laughs> of a gymnasium. All right. You well, know, I mean, you walk on. into a gymnasium, you know what I mean? It's what, like just it, it, that, I mean, we're all that here to, for one reason.
2: Tell that to Thor in Endgame,
0: okay? Right. Hey, right. whoa. Hey, that, here yeah, we yeah. hey, that's a. Go. Oh my god, we oh figured it god. out. We found the intro. intro. Nice. Okay, good. So Hi everyone. My name's Christian, a very attractive guy. Very attract, aka your very
2: attractive host coming at you live.
0: Yeah, and I'm
2: Dan, also known as very Less young and vibrant and very Christian, <laughs> vibrant,
0: not as attractive as he is. That's true. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm John. Hi. And, Dan, and John and is John. the Hello? actually only attractive person mm-hmm. in these 3 people, so. Yeah.
0: But hey, no, we no, don't no. do video, so you'd never know.
1: Yeah, nope. you'll never nope. know.
0: Yeah, who know, who knows what he looks like. Uh hey, what's up everyone? Uh it's Christian, of course, back for another episode of Cape Shit. I say it at the top of every single show. Tell your friends about Cape Shit. Tell them to listen. We're sort of a can we get can we get can we get can we get some air horns here, Dan? Yeah. All right. We are uh woo, kind of a moderately successful podcast at this wow, point. We, yeah. I know. Wow. We kind of recently surpassed one thousand downloads and that is four zeros after a one so that's pretty <laughs> that's exciting three, stuff. It's <laughs> three
2: zeros <laughs> after a one no
0: for captain I don't know. Hold on. let me there. let me check let me check let me check the math really quick you have yeah. the one yeah, yeah, check the math. then you have a zero and then another yeah. zero then another no. zero mm,
3: point yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. zero oh, and, yeah. oh, and then oh, that's a thousand yeah, yeah. Yeah, True. i'm right, just saying because, that
2: probably all the other right. people at planet fitness would have figured out that math faster so <laughs> yeah well
0: uh, may, yeah well maybe that yeah, uh, yeah maybe that's why they were all fucking books uh, you know there you oh. go there, <laughs> there you <Okay>. go yeah <laughs> uh but yeah hey you've been telling your friends about this so that's cool uh we're in phase three we did what? it everybody we made it phase i know three. Who knew? Uh, but, yeah, uh, today we watched a uh, uh, movie called Captain America. Is it Captain America colon Civil War? It is. Or is It is. Yeah, just- okay. it is. All right, all right. So we watched a it, movie called Captain America colon Civil War. Parentheses. Now- Captain America
1: is not the civil war. He's not the, which I,
0: which, which I was confused about admittedly when we went into this, I was like, okay, hold on. Captain America. He's a winter soldier. He's a first Avenger and he's a civil war now. Like what, what even is the, and I had to watch (laughs) the movie a a couple of times. After my third or fourth watch through of the movie, I was like, Oh, it's not, he's not this. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, well, by the way, I also realized that we could have made it way more confusing because in phase four there is a series called Falcon uh-huh. and the Winter Soldier. Right, mm-hmm. in it's not Falcon colon the Winter Soldier. It is right. Falcon and the Winter hand. Soldier. See, that makes yeah. more sense though.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I feel I feel like that's less confusing because yeah. I'm like, there's no, Falcon. I, I okay, so. I'm there following. There should be a colon somewhere. And okay, so you're introducing another thing here too. The Winter Sol Oh, okay, that's the second thing you're introducing. I just boom, boom, boom. You know, I follow that logic. Yeah, I mean, if if, if Captain America
2: was the Winter Soldier, would have been Captain America is the Winter Soldier. Right. right. That would have right. been the title of the movie.
0: Right. Which yeah. I frankly think that it should have been. I think it should but have been Captain America. But he's not
1: the America. Winter Soldier. Yeah. So it so. should and, have been and, more and, like and Captain America is not the Winter Soldier. Should have been the yeah, title.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a much better title, John. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The, the title <laughs> of the movie should have been Captain America is not the Winter Soldier. But you'll find out who the Winter Soldier is, Excelsior.
3: Mm-hmm. And, oh, th- oh, and, and then that's, that's the title. And then that's the title. Yeah. And thank then, you. so at yeah, the
0: end to it, signify it's, it's the
2: second captain america movie <laughs> okay well this is the third captain america movie captain america colon civil war three in the mcu right uh for phase three see it all makes sense it lines yes. up unlike iron man three which was in phase two right it's, yeah, like, the hold hell on, it's phase
0: thinking. it's phase two nope. it's iron man there's a <laughs> yeah. three in the i i frankly i i, yeah, I threw my remote at my man television, has three but,
1: level uh three letters in it and so, but it's yeah. still in phase yeah. two like but so
0: yeah and so it's yeah, like and so it's so, like what? Is, and like iron but like uh, it, you know yeah, no, we're not it's like, phase like, four uh, yeah so you know yeah. it's like all this talk about like vibranium you know and it's like well shouldn't it be vibranium man re- you know it's just
1: well, like it's, no
0: he doesn't have a
2: vibration but
1: he's also not iron yeah. so i don't know yeah what but point also is. is
2: it is it iron well know? we all it's have like, iron in our bodies so we are right? all oh so all
1: we're iron all man. so we are wow. iron man we yeah so are, that means I <laughs> am Iron <Man. laughs>
2: anyone who gets on top of you john is technically iron man so that should fulfill any wow. fantasies there that you need wow
1: i have yeah. really low standards
2: yeah there you go <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right so this is the first movie of phase three directed by the russo brothers who did captain Woo. america the winter soldier yep. with a colon in the middle yep. uh and they're also uh going to be doing infinity war and endgame which yeah. uh all four of the movies including this one are very good movies and i'm sure we all agree with that so this is going to be a great podcast
0: yeah i uh, didn't really like it dude i don't yeah, know right. you know well, and i like all mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that off the rip just to set the tone for what you can expect <laughs> going into this podcast. Uh like I did with Ant-Man. I said, you know what? Off the rip. I just it's like, hey, we got to we got to we got we got to set the tonality, the entire thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And another thing I'll say too, I was kind of saying this to the fellas before the podcast started is that sure. uh I a little behind the scenes. Little here's a here's a little sneak peek behind the scenes for all you cape shit heads out there. Uh I I I'm I'm kind of bummed out. I actually really wanted to like this movie. I've liked the other Captain America movies. I'm kind of like Ant Man was cool, and it's like okay, so it's like we're we're off the back of an Ant Man. We're into a new Captain America movie, and it just I, I I just did I just didn't I just didn't really like it. It's like I don't know, man. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see how the rest of Phase Three goes.
2: Yeah, this is gonna be interesting because mm-hmm. I really thought this would be an easy win. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, and even if, if even John agrees with me, then there's got to be something Yeah, there's something that, uh, wrong. Yeah.
1: Something's wrong yeah. here. He probably
2: watched like a, a, a bootleg version on accident that was like the wrong, just in the wrong language, the wrong movie, yeah. everything. So we'll see.
1: The title <laughs> of the movie he actually watched was actually Captain America <laughs> called Civil War is the Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America is not the Civil War.
3: <laughs> parentheses. Yeah, got it. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, this uh, the visual effects in this movie was done by twenty different visual effects studios, and yeah. in the end, this movie made one point one billion dollars, wow. which was Only the highest one point one billion dollars of twenty sixteen. And yep. uh, that's it. We should hop right into it because this is going to be a discussion. Yeah, it's going to be a long
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, ass <laughs> cast, brother. Yeah,
2: we're gonna get a little nineteen ninety one flashback uh, in russia uh and hydra with a red book that has a star on it uh and it turns out that this is the uh winter soldier being unleashed and we're kind of seeing now how bucky was transformed into the winter soldier and how he was utilized to uh handle missions for hydra uh we see the torturing with the random set of uh russian words so he's i guess a, a sleeper agent right that's
0: what yeah that's what A Nigerian candidate, as it yeah. will, and as Tony Stark will call him later <laughs> in the movie as well. I giggled. I mean, you know, those jokes uh, are for would. me. You would. That's the those, kind those of thing you me. would giggle at. Yeah, I was, saw it, it and I went, mm, yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I said that out loud, actually. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I know you did, uh, but there's a new mission for him, and he's on a cool motorcycle. There's a good amount of motorcycle riding in this movie. Uh, <laughs> there,
0: is, there is a there is a good <laughs> amount of motorcycle riding in this movie. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, and then he gets some blue bags out of the car. So the question is, what's in the bag? What's and in who's the bag? in the car? What's in the bag? I don't know. I have no idea. Who's in I the I mean, car, maybe yeah. we'll find out soon enough. Uh, and that's kind of just the quick intro there to get us, you know, uh, right off the bat, Captain
0: America, the civil war parentheses, what's in the bag, (laughs) who's in the car. That would (laughs) be a good movie. Yeah. That's a great movie (laughs) name
2: for sure. Uh, you know what I didn't realize when I rewatched this movie was how much, uh, a lot of these movies focus around Bucky. I mean, the winter soldier plays a big role in what, like four movies. I don't know. It feels like we got the first captain america movie he played a pretty big role there winter soldier this one uh coming up again we're going to see him again in uh you know in the future so it's just like there's a lot of a lot of bucky in the MCU
0: yeah well okay and i so uh, so off the rip right uh question that i have and actual you know what this is a uh a uh, uh, little air horn please can you get a little yeah uh, please uh, oh hey what's up everyone it's christian's good faith question corner <laughs> okay, uh, okay. I, I have a i have a i have a question in good faith right now because i'm wondering if maybe i missed something but um like wh- like why why bucky i don't really get like it's, like, was there something special about Bucky that, like, made him, like, the perfect candidate for all of these, like, brainwashed things? Or did they just yes. sort of nab a random American guy? And has—okay, so—and if the answer is yes, has that already been explained and it's just something I've forgotten? Or will we figure out later? Because the entire time I'm watching this, I just—I'm just, like, what, like fucking— like, why, Bucky? I don't really yeah. get, like, why is important to yeah, this I, I
1: totally know the answer to this, but I'm going to let Dan answer it for you. Um, oh, I mean... Yeah, I because I totally know, but... I'll just, I'll if just John knows
2: for sure, then, you know, I'll let you explain. No, 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 for no, no, no. me, I'm I, just taking a, a stab out of here, <laughs> but the way that I see it is that um uh Bucky was part of Captain America's crew when Captain America was first kind of set up and Bucky was someone who was also going after Hydra at the time right so he was already a target of Hydra uh and then when he fell down in that ice pit you know off the train uh and they were able to take him away they were able to use him for experiments essentially so there wasn't anything specific necessarily about Bucky but they were able to utilize him as a person who they could experiment on, ter- use the super soldier serum on, uh, and then create the Winter Soldier for themselves. Right, but couldn't can,
0: can they have just done that with like any, anyone really? Like 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 why like why did it have to be Buck?
1: I think because they they were um, if you remember back in like the first Captain America where Cap rescues like all those people from the from yeah. the camp or whatever. And he, Bucky is the last person that they save and he's like strapped to a gurney or something like that. He's strapped to a table. They were experimenting on him like way back then. Mm -hmm. So it's probably that they, they realized that like he had already been part of the process and like, I, I don't think they would prefer to experiment on their own troops. Like using a prisoner of war is probably like easier for them. We're like, yeah, yeah but then, they've but already then made they some some level practical progress,
0: yeah. right? But then they did experiment on their own troops. That, it's like it's like because like and again okay, spoiler alert, after later after in the a movie, successful
2: but after a successful run though that's right, the thing right?
0: The Winter Soldier was successful. It's just Bucky, and then it's a bunch of like random Russian guys, and then also like. Uh, yeah okay and, so, and 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 so you know maybe just for the sake of moving this podcast along like if that's just something i have to accept is like oh it, it's just that way because it's that way i can accept it like that but like the uh, but again bucky i just find kind of a confusing character because i'm just sort of like why was it like it's like is that why is it not bucky enough as opposed to you know i don't is know is that
2: not enough reason just to, that he was a prisoner of war they experimented on him and they decided to move forward because they had success with him
0: yeah it's it's enough of a reason. I just don't like it. I can't totally put my finger on why I don't like okay. it yet. Maybe I'll figure it out as the podcast
2: continues. <laughs> well, the good news is we're now in present day in Lagos and we're uh, catching up with Wanda, Widow, Falcon and Cap and they're looking mm-hmm. for Rumlow uh from the uh uh Winter Soldier movie. Uh right. and yeah, and from Was he in I... Avengers as well, Age of Ultron? I don't
1: I don't recall. remember now actually.
2: But yeah, so they're looking for Rumlow. He was one of the guys in the elevator fight, right? The big Captain America elevator fight, which was uh, pretty fun. Uh, He is now known as Crossbones. uh, After the uh, uh, horrifying stuff, he kind of put in a costume, got that uh, set up, and now he is looking for uh, what I believe was some type of uh, red vial (laughs) liquid, which that wasn't the super soldier Serum I don't believe right that was Uh, yeah I don't know because the blue bags up spoiler are the super soldier serum later on which we'll discuss but I feel like I just don't remember now this was the Institute for Infectious Diseases, which is yeah, where they I think were I think into. I think the
0: red vial is just supposed to be some like nebulously evil liquid substance that is well, they're taking from inside of this Center for Disease Control place because blood. this was
1: supposed to be like a, a Wakandan outreach thing. So I just have to assume that the Wakandans were like developing some advanced sort of yeah. virus medication or something like that that yeah. Hydra wanted to get, but it was never yeah. really explained.
2: Yep. And so they uh, realized quickly that the uh, the garbage truck is a battering ram, which is going to help them break in. And then we get our first kind of fight of the of the movie here. And yep. I think right off the bat, what I saw and felt was the impact of all the hits. Again, this is kind of another Winter Soldier thing for me, where I remember watching Winter Soldier like all of the fight scenes and the impact of like caps hits and and punches and him like kicking the truck and hitting the person back. All of these like fight scenes, especially here in the start felt really impactful and really strong. Uh, and I was a, I was a big fan of these, uh, this initial fight.
0: Yeah. I'll get all, so I'll give you that, but I think that this initial fight sort of set up something for me that i didn't like that then occurred previously into the movie and it's actually kind of a complaint that i had with uh, a winter soldier as well which is that it's like the fight scenes are real goddamn choppy like and this this first one especially is it's just like three seconds cut three seconds cut three seconds
1: seconds man yeah i mean it's it's just like boom
2: boom 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 boom.
0: It's like, and uh, like, like I feel like I'm being like assaulted by yeah. so many things happening. And maybe it was like an artistic choice to try to show the chaos of combat no, or whatever. but I but is. but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so. I feel like that's giving them too much crap. I feel like it's just like it it, it it's if you want to sell this stuff, you can't have people look at it for too long or it starts to look cheesy or fake or whatever. So it's like, just tons of choppy yeah. cuts and also first time and and again and I know I'm like maybe being like you know a little nitpicky here because like Dan might hear this and kind of roll his eyes but 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 actually <laughs> like this, this scene I think part of the reason why it stood out to me it's the first time ever watching these Marvel movies where I was super aware who was a stunt double and who wasn't a stunt double. Like it just jumped out at me during these like first initial things and especially the part later where Scarlett Johansson's like running and it'll kind of be like the shots of like her face and then it'll cut to behind her and then she'll like jump over a refrigerator or something and then it's like a scene of her face again and then it like cuts back to behind her and she does like a flip over a guy It's like, it was like really obvious who stunt doubles were versus who the actors and actresses were. And that's not really a complaint I've had up till now, actually. But for whatever reason, this first scene here, like it it just stood out to me in a really obvious way.
2: Yeah. I mean, the two kind of things that stuck out to me here watching this uh, in the good was there were a lot of like cool movements in this. And what I really liked was like Falcons movements coming in, Mm -hmm. like the kind of like Twirling, using the, the the wings in a really cool way. And yep. also, like, the boost jump that Wanda does for Cap when uh, she lifts him up in the air while he's jumping to get him through the window. A lot okay, of that just was like really we practiced. Cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yep. that was dope. And then... um Also, even Widow's fighting, I felt like when she was, like, at the truck fighting off, like, three or four guys, I felt like the fighting felt more impactful. Like, her punches were harder. It wasn't as acrobatic as previous things, even through the rest of this scene, uh, going up to where they capture crossbones. I feel like her fighting was really big. Um, There were two kind of things here that were like oh god uh was one wanda pulling the gas out mm. of the building oh no, she like, does uh, pull the
0: gas out of the
2: building doesn't she uh, i was like oh, just, there are a lot this.
0: of there are a lot of things in this movie Rob, where, um, where it's it again it's just like okay wanda just does everything i guess it's yeah. like we just have you know, we just have the person on the team that does everything
2: yeah so yeah. that was a bit um yeah that was a bit much and then the second which i was like oh this is uh a classic i'm not a big fan of this moment you know and i don't have many of these is widow surviving a grenade by using a human shield and then gets blasted out of the door out
0: of the yeah out of the car yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, there's Um, also like, there's also a weird moment in here, too. And it like, it stuck out to me as weird, where there's just like a scene of Falcon, like shooting guys with a gun. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Because like, we had never really like, and then we just like, don't really see it again, either. But it's just another thing where it's like, it was like, oddly violent. And I guess maybe that's sort of the point that they're like trying to make, but it's still sort of happening in this weird like Marvel thing where it's like a guy can get hit point blank with a grenade and nothing happens and Falcon can shoot. It's like, why even give Falcon a gun? It's not like he, it's not like you're going to watch him shooting people really, you know, like, so it's this, it's, it's this like Disney disconnect thing that kind of happens in these movies for me a little bit
2: yeah there was uh, a good amount of shooting in this which was uh and they would cut away obviously once huh. shots were, were right and then falcon
0: know. actually like at one point like drops like a rocket on peep like like directly like he is he shooting the guys then he has like a drone launcher that's like oh, dropping yeah, missiles
1: yeah he shoots like two missiles out of like seeking missiles out of his yeah. back <laughs> and then i was watching the people that it hit and they totally don't even fly backwards from the impact. It's just like they're no. engulfed in VFX flames. Yeah, it's like- no, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and again, and that. and for me, and again, it's like. Again, dude, I'm just like, it's like, it's like pick a lane. It's like, it's cheesy action or it's not cheesy action. But when you start trying to bring like gritty real world action into like this Disney Marvel shit, it just, it doesn't hit its impact for me as hard. I think really the only time that we saw it, it's crazy. I can say things like this now, but I can, because we've been doing this. The only time that we saw it where I was really like sold on it was the original Iron Man but it's but but it wasn't Disney at that point you know yeah. like in the original yeah. Iron Man like people are getting shot and it's like oh God it's crazy but you know now we're in we're, we're in a post Disney Marvel thing so it's yeah. just the violence is like toned up in the sense that you're seeing it but toned down in the sense that there's no consequences for any of it so it's just sort of strange to watch it
1: yeah that's why that's something that sticks out to me about Bucky in like specific because the funny thing about him is that he is going to be like the counterpart to captain America where he's like a super soldier. He's super buff. He can do everything that captain America does. But then like, for some reason they always give him like a big rifle to carry around. And it's just really weird to see me to see him like, you know, act like a, like a dude who shoots people when he's super powered.
3: Right. I think
2: the whole thing with Bucky though, is that there's nothing holding him back meaning that he'll use a gun. If it makes sense to use a gun, he'll use a super soldier serum. If it makes sense to use that, like there's nothing that holds Bucky back, including using guns. Right. So if he can use it, why wouldn't he, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the way I see it. But, uh, and then we're going to finally catch up with, uh, crossbones and then cap and crossbones are going to have a little fight there at the end. Uh, which again, impactful hits on both sides. I, I, I mean, I, when I watch these fight scenes, I don't, I didn't see the cuts. Like I get that there are cuts in between hits or whatever, but like, I don't know. Those things didn't affect me in any way. I,
1: or are we still talking about the, like the first action? no, no, no,
2: I'm, I moved on to the crossbones fight, which maybe there weren't as many in the crossbones fight, but I I don't know.
1: No, no, no. I I agree with you. Um, the, the only part that I got taken out of was like specifically, and I, I hate to, like pile on to Christian's hate for Black Widow. Oh, do you hate to do that? Okay. But uh, (laughs) like it's specifically her spot was like the camera is extra shaky for some reason. And then they cut like literally every couple frames. And I was just, I I almost got motion sick from watching it. But once they get to, Mm. I feel like they put all of the emphasis on Cap's fights, like in general throughout the entire movie um which well, makes sense it is a Captain America it movie is a Captain yeah. America movie <laughs> yeah but yeah like every time Cap was on the screen I was like oh this shit's good yeah but then when yeah. they cut to other characters I'm like oh they didn't really do the same quality but sure yeah
2: well uh they finally uh take down Crossbones and at the last second he is going to uh self-destruct and yeah. so, mm-hmm. uh, at the last second, Wanda, uh, contains the explosion, shoots it up in the air, but doesn't like move it away from the building and explodes part of the building. <gasps> uh, Which actually,
0: here's a little fun fact. I can tell you now that I've actually mm-hmm. seen this movie, this might be a little lore for you that you might not know. Actually sure. in the comics, that's also like the kickoff point for the civil war thing, except for it's one of the X-Men that explodes. Um, and, uh, well, it's it, one, one of the, one of the, one of the mutants under, uh, uh, Professor, uh, uh Xavier's, uh, tutelage, uh, that explodes. Sure. Uh, so maybe not quite an X-Man yet. Um, and uh, it levels an entire city, and that's the thing that like ends up kicking it off. And it's <laughs> fun because I just I just hadn't really like thought about it but, like until I saw this. I was like, oh, that's right. Like like little flashbacks of reading the Civil War comics were kind of coming back to me. But so still, they kind of kept it in the similar vein of like an explosion. But the yep. explosion in this one, it's it's just a tiny little explosion, tiny little you know. One. And in the comics, yeah. it's like a million
2: people are dead. We need to do something. Well, it sounds like. And we're going to get into this in a sec after we get past this, uh, MIT part, but it sounds like this, the Sokovia Accords, which is what we'll get into was being worked on before this explosion happened, right. but this definitely didn't help. And right. this, this is the right. thing
0: that like now now it's incumbent on them to sign it before. Yeah. You know, uh, everything starts uh, uh, yeah. unraveling for them. But little do they know, John and Dan, things are going to start unraveling for them at this point regardless. So how about we. Uh, hey. Yeah. Wow. Move on. Amazing.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, the next scene we get here is uh, Howard Stark and uh, uh, Tony Stark and his mother uh, which What's i his think mom's was name? Maria Maria, Maria i believe Maria
0: Maria St- it sounds right yeah Maria i believe stank. it was Maria Maria, Maria stank. stanky yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maria um, stanky yes and so
2: we're getting this what seems like a flashback moment in a a uh, fairly good de-aged uh robert downey jr uh yeah, i thought that I was, was pretty cool it was, uh, it
0: was serviceable Fuck yeah it. like
2: you know yeah it wasn't peggy that's for sure it was not old peggy um and i'm also wondering if having no facial hair helps de age or makes it harder to de-age these actors you know what i mean because i know mm. that uh for like uh what was it uh the justice league movie where they had to take off Henry Cavill's mustache Uh, that did not go very well for them. Uh, So I wonder if just starting with a baseline of no facial hair helps them uh, do these better, but I thought it was great. And then we get revealed that uh, this is not a flashback. This is actually an invention of Tony's that he made uh, to be able to go into the brain and pull out memories and try to utilize those to relive them in some way. Uh, Revealing that he's at MIT and he's doing a talk and he's going to fund everyone's things. And then on the teleprompter, uh, the head of the September Foundation, Pepper Potts.
0: Pepper Pepper Potts. But she's not
2: there.
0: there. Uh-oh. What now, hot water did you get yourself into this time, Tony, is what I well, said out loud when I saw that. Oh, I yeah, know I'm you sure. did, because
2: I know <laughs> yeah. that we talked about in Avengers Age of Ultron, one of your critiques was that uh, they mention uh, 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 Pepper in the party scene and you feel like, eh, well, they didn't really have to do that. But yeah. I did feel like here this was kind of a, a, a right place to mention Pepper and set mm-hmm. up kind of the story for him in his Almost downfall as Iron Man and Tony together, you know? Yeah, yeah,
0: I I agree with you. Um and I agree with my point to in Age of Ultron. It was just a weird thing to bring up. I mean, it, it it did make sense that they would bring it up here. I would still throw out there though, like it would have been cool to see Pepper. Like I thought it was sort of yeah. strange that it's like they're trying to like set up this whole like, <clears throat> you know, oh, he's like tortured over the loss of this love. But it's like we just don't see Pepper at like even a little cameo appearance sort of showing the tumultuous nature of their relationship might've been fun. Cause I've always thought that like Pepper, and this has kind of been like maybe my arc with Pepper over all of the podcasts that we've done is that I'm like, it's a cool idea for a character that is just constantly like shafted or used in ways that I think are kind of lame, but it's like, uh, like on principle, like a character where it's like okay you know she's like tony stark's rock and he and she's kind of the reason he does this stuff she's almost sort of the antithesis of like all the models that he's been banging now he's like trying to like live this more simple life he wants to become a better man like it's like it's like it's an inter- it's an interesting dynamic and then they just do dumb shit with her the, and 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 i almost kind of felt like this might have been another example of that to me where i'm like I still feel like Pepper had a place in this movie or could have had a place in this movie and it would have actually been very impactful, but it's just like another weird misstep with Pepper where it's like, they, ju- they she's just not there, you know, but you're supposed to care anyway.
1: Yeah, but you forget this is not an Iron Man movie. This is a Captain America movie.
0: That's true. Yeah, maybe if it was called Iron Man Colwyn the Civil War parentheses Pepper Potts is here starring Captain America, who is not the Winter Soldier, nor is he the Civil War. Yeah, exactly. And oh, parentheses. God. Then maybe that would have, this would have made a yeah, lot more sense. Yeah, it would have made a lot more sense.
1: <laughs> I agree. Yeah, well, I so. what
2: you guys don't know is that Gwyneth Paltrow is just very busy with Goop. Uh, so clearly the MCU she was very busy Goop. with what?
0: Yeah, Goop. What you? You guys don't Dan. know what
2: Goop is? Ugh, that's that's her like uh Dan, super don't, don't, fancy don't, company. Don't talk
0: about Gwyneth Paltrow like oh, that. Okay. That's re- that's disgusting, dude. That's a company right. that's <laughs> come <laughs> under fire <laughs> for
2: doing dumb shit. And oh like wait, releasing no, hold on, hold on,
0: hold on. Wait, weird did, products. D- wait, did they, did they make the vagina scented candles? Was that? That might have been oh, it. I but think yeah. So. They released what? like I'm really pretty, weird sure. shit. Oh, yeah, that's that's yeah. her
2: company. That's oh
0: yeah her company well, is called uh, goop
2: yeah her company's <laughs> actually
1: called goop what a fucking crazy lady okay anyway
0: yeah that's,
2: that's, <laughs> what I'm, that's what i'm saying dude like go look it up goop is it's crazy um anyway so uh after the talk tony walks in the hallway uh and sees a lady there just waiting at the elevator but the button's not pressed and uh, as she reaches into her purse he
0: like grabs her hand like he's gonna get
3: shot well, or also, something
2: in that moment. Really was,
0: I'm going to ju- I'm going to jump in here just really yeah. quick and say I think you're actually underselling that just a little bit cuz that was actually a scene in the movie that I liked. So yeah. uh maybe we hit the air, maybe we hit the air horn maybe yeah. we a little <laughs> hey what's up uh hey i thought it it, welcome to christian's hey this was kind of cool corner i liked how when he was talking to her he's kind of like talking and then he and then like after they're sort of talking for a minute he looks down and notices that the elevator button wasn't pressed so then he presses it and he's like are you going up but like it like kind of creates this tension in the moment where he's like the dawning realization on him that she wasn't waiting for the elevator she was really just waiting for him like i thought like that was cool Mm -hmm. was
2: good yeah. i like that yeah totally it was a it was a great moment and i yeah. felt as soon as because i forgot about that part as well and when when yeah when he realizes the elevator button was pressed, and then she reaches for her purse like that yeah. was that was an intense moment you see how like par- i mean paranoid i guess but for the right reasons that tony is and how much all of this is really taking a toll on his mental state um, again, kind of following up from Iron Man 3 and everything else that's been happening.
1: Also, this actress who is talking to Tony at this point, um, her name is, I don't know how to pronounce her first name. I think it's like Alfre Woodard. Um, yeah. But she's also part of uh, Luke Cage, but she's a completely yeah, different right. character uh, in Luke Cage. But I thought it was interesting that they just like put her in. She's like a very good actress, and they put her into this one scene, and then you never see her character again. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I thought the same thing, because when I saw her, I recognized her, and I was like, wait, she's not a big player in the regular MCU, no. and I remember, I like, I've seen her in other things before, and now you mention it, it was Luke Cage. Yeah, um, and she's, like, one of the main yeah.
1: characters in Luke Cage, so.
2: Yeah, that so that was kind of interesting, um. So now let's see. We uh uh we go from the hallway scene here, and then finding out that uh we're back at Avengers compound. Wanda's watching the news, and we find out that Wakandans were actually killed during Wanda's mistake,
3: no. uh, and
2: that we see King T'Chaka for the first time on the news oh talking God. about this. Yeah, it's uh well, it's not great because <laughs> Wakandans don't take lightly to Wakandans being killed outside yeah. of uh Wakanda. apparently.
0: Yeah, yeah. No. They,
2: they really, really don't. And uh, that plays out later on in the MCU as well. Um, and uh, so uh, Cap and Wanda are talking a bit about it. And then Vision just walks right through the wall as he's uh, clearly trying to learn uh, more human customs, but has not mm-hmm. gotten the idea down of uh, knocking at the door yet.
0: Yeah, which again, if I can say, like, Vision's cool. I said it in Age of Ultron. It was kind of like one of the redeeming parts of Age of Ultron to me is I thought Vision was cool. And even though I think some of Vision's character motivations in this movie were less cool than some of Age of Ultron stuff, I still like Vision as a kid. Like, every time he was on screen... I just like, he just like, he sounds cool. It's like a good actor. He looks cool. Like the Mm -hmm. way he moves is pretty cool. It's like, I like the vision scenes are fun, you know? Yeah. They put a lot
2: of good effort and thought into vision. And also again, whether they did or not, I don't know, but his like makeup and his overall look always looks really clean. And Mm -hmm. again, like to your point, the way that he sits, the way that he moves, the way that he talks Uh, even his contributions to conversations when they're talking about the Sokovia Accords later on, uh, is, is really great. Um, and so we find out that, uh, Secretary Ross is at the compound now and he's here to present, uh, the Sokovia Accords after showing a quick rundown of all of the disasters so far through the MCU. I kind of like this. This is a bit of a, almost like a high level recap of what's happened in the MCU that is, you know these things don't just go away when these large events happen, whether it's in New York or DC or elsewhere, uh, these things make a huge impact to the world and now they're kind of feeling the heat of that. And so I really like that. They kind of don't dismiss it, right? Like in a standard TV show, you finish 30 minutes and then you forget that that ever happened. But the thing I've always liked about the MCU is exactly this. It is, the the repercussions
1: of previous events don't just go away. Well, if anything, uh, I think that this type of like groundedness to the to the Avengers came a little late. Like I feel like it would have it, it almost feels out of place at this point in time. Yes. And uh, that
0: was my total I'm gonna let you I I'm a I'm I'm a Kanye you in saying <laughs> I am a, I am a let you finish but yes completely agree that was absolutely my thing with this too. Anyway, yeah. please continue so, John. So because
1: like we're on we're in phase 3 already. There's been like 11 movies before this, right? And this is the first time that we ever see real world real, real world uh repercussions from what they do and from like all the aliens invading earth or whatever, um, aside from just like a one-off line where someone's like, Oh, like, like an ant man, he was like, Oh, the Avengers are busy dropping a, a city on the world or some shit like that. I don't know. But yeah, this is the first time that we ever see this type of like damage done by them.
2: Yeah. I, I can see that. I think that, um, I think a couple things. So one, the fact that they call this the Sokovia Accords clearly makes it uh, obvious that the Sokovia incident is what triggered this response, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that is really the first time where we saw an event that um, didn't have a clear villain for the world to see. We knew that it was Ultron, right? But as to Christian's point in Age of Ultron, we didn't really see... Ultron's impact on what he was actually doing right it wasn't like he was on television and talking about all that so when you look at Sokovia and the things that happened there you really just associate the Avengers with it good and bad. And so the way that I see it is like New York, there was a black hole that opened in the middle of the sky that aliens came out of. There was a clear villain. And I think everyone working together solved that problem. Right? So when I look at, yeah, maybe it's been a few years since the Avengers formed and the Sokovia Accords, there had to be an event that would trigger that. And do I think that a black hole opening in the sky would cause the United Nations, 117 countries to come together and say, we need to manage the Avengers. I don't think that that's, that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I told, I see where you're coming from, but we also have to realize that the first few movies has nothing to do with the Avengers, right? The, in phase one, the first time we see them together is with the aliens and the black hole. And then the time between that and Sokovia is two years, maybe less. And then we're talking about 117 countries, trying to come together to put together accords like that's a that's not a two week turnaround type of thing. So anyways, that's the way that I view it. I see that I see where you're coming from for sure. But I don't think it's unreasonable that this is the first time we're seeing this uh, kind of repercussions from their actions.
1: I would have to think about it. I might agree. <laughs> <with you. laughs> I might agree with you, but hey, that's like a yeah. half point, Dan. Yeah, that's like a half. Point. Okay,
2: you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. There are more points to come for me later. I'm yeah. sure.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I think. So- I think. I think. My thing with this movie too, and even probably to get a little meta on this podcast, is that like if I have to stop and like nitpick everything I want to, it's going to be like a six hour long podcast. So I'm really trying to like get my points in where I can. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well,
2: uh, yeah. So, uh, anyways, the Scovia Accords are presented to the Avengers and clearly right off the bat, we can see that there's some, uh, tension between them as they start to discuss, but we're not going to see the results of that conversation yet because now we're going to check in with Zemo who's in Cleveland uh and he's crashed into someone's car out of nowhere and uh uh which it. gets this guy to open his door uh and then all okay so all of a sudden this guy is hanging upside down Yo, with we're his about head to in the sink.
1: some guy yeah, but well, it's
0: cool because he's Russian, so you're allowed yeah, if you've learned anything to from torture the MCU. Russians in the MCU. We've already sort of established this. If he was just like, if he was just like an American guy who was like, "Hey, why are you torturing me?" You know, then people would have had an issue with it. But he's like, you know, why yeah. are you? Why? Oh, that's kind of French. What? Why are you <laughs> torture? <laughs> well, you know, you're allowed I to know, I torture I can't, I can't French really do people Yeah, oh, you're also MCU allowed, allowed so to right, torture French fine. people. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Blah. And Pakistanis, if it's a iron man but yeah yeah well yeah
2: uh this brings us to our classic segment uh moments <gasps> that dan didn't like what? What? oh my god oh my how god. did zemo as one person who is not a super soldier lift that guy upside down tie him to a pole and get him just oh, in well, the right there way are these things that called that he'd like pulley and
1: lever systems
2: yeah, duh. He had a pulley and oh, lever yeah. system, sure. and the guy yeah. already
1: had one in place. He already in had he one. ever wanted to no, waterboard? No, Zemo's just someone. really smart and could set one up for himself. So. See,
0: this is this is what you're forgetting, Dan. Uh, uh-huh. The guy was Russian, so oh. he's, he, he's kind of an evil waterboarding kind of mm-hmm. character. You know, sure. it's a, this isn't sure. his first. Ra- Zemo, uh, uh, knowing the evil, nefarious nature of the Russians, would have just gone into the house already knowing of that mm-hmm. the. Water waterboard setup was just uh, there above the sink ready to you know it. just uh, start waterboarding a yeah. guy.
2: Okay? well what do i know
3: i, I just know I clearly am not a big yeah, fan you know, of you yeah,
0: <laughs> you know what i've often wondered that dan what do you know uh not much apparently <laughs> uh, but as this
2: guy <laughs> decides <laughs> that he's not going to give up anything uh zemo does find the red book which uh, tells us what uh, Zemo's plan here is: is to find the Winter Soldier and take control. Seems like it. Uh, and as this guy's about to drown, he says, "Hail Hydra." Uh, yeah, which
0: uh, which is that's so stupid, dude. Here, okay, here's why? the why. But, it it just, it just is to be, like I don't like I don't I like I don't have like a deep <laughs> is good it any reason? is
2: it any stupider <laughs> than the guy who was running away from Cap in the first movie uh-huh. for Captain America and then bites the. The, the the cyanide tooth or whatever to kill himself while he says Hail Hydra.
0: No, all instances of Hail Hydra within the first Captain America movie were fine because it was okay. happening historically at a point in time where, like, you know, uh, 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 you sort of had, like... Uh, World War II era sort of like comparisons between like Nazi villainy and then like Hydra and it was sort of like goofy and over the top but Hydra's kind of supposed to be cartoonishly evil I just feel like once we na- na- now we've like flashed out of that era and now we're in the modern era and we still have these like hell Hydra like I've thought every single instance of anyone saying that outside of the first Captain America movie has just been dumb and I haven't liked it and this did not make me start liking it i still didn't oh, like okay. it here <laughs> okay all
2: right uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway uh but now we get to come back to the avengers who are discussing the uh sokovia accords and talking about uh what the right option here is if they sign the idea is that uh the avengers would be essentially part of the United Nations and dispatched at their will, instead of being able to kind of roam freely as they want to, any missions would have to be approved and anything they do would be monitored very, uh, severely. So, uh, Tony right away brings up, well, after complaining about a headache, brings up, uh, uh, the kid that was talked about earlier, um, who was killed in Sokovia. turns out that he was visiting Sokovia to build housing for the poor, yeah. Uh, and during that time, he got killed in Sokovia, yeah. and uh, this this really, I mean, That's Tony what you is, for
0: building houses for the poor. I've always, I said. guess so. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, but Tony here is, I mean, throughout this whole movie, Tony is really struggling hard. I mean, we see more emotion, I think, out of Tony in this movie than we have in any previous one, and I feel like almost his anxieties and stuff that they tried to portray in Iron Man three. I feel like we're portrayed better in this movie because they seem to be less um, over the top, I guess with the way that he functions, but you can kind of see it in his face as he talks about the accords, as he talks to cap, as he later on sits down with cap at the table to try to get him to sign. Right? Like he just, he feels like he's going to explode at any moment. Tony's yeah. just so yeah. bundled up in, in this anxiety and, in almost depression from like his impact to the world.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, I think that the portrayal of, uh, uh, Tony Stark, uh, being kind of tortured in this movie worked better than like what we've seen it before. Um, I also kind of think like during this scene, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe my issue, uh, with, um, you know, sort of the uh, uh, the Accord, the Scardovian Accord, the Scar, so- the, the the Sokovia the so- the so- the the Accord, is that it's like <laughs> the entire thing was just like pretty one dimensional <laughs> to me. Like I don't know, like 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 it's like it it, it almost had sort of like a WandaVision, ship of Theseus speech feeling to me where it's like supposed to be this sort of like grand complicated layered question and 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 it's supposed to make you as the audience like think and you're like oh man we and we too have been watching these movies without really you know considering the ramifications and it's like opening up the world or whatever but then it's just kind of like uh, everyone just like gets sort of split down the middle, and it's like, and Captain America is just sort of like, well, that's that's dumb. I don't like that. We're not doing that. And then Tony's like, fuck, fuck you. Yes, we are. And then and then and then you know they don't really like explore the nuance of the thing that much outside of really this one scene, and they don't even really explore it that much in this scene. Like I I don't know. It just it just it just didn't like hit with me on like any kind of emotional level. I just mm. didn't really. What do you
1: need to be explored? I mean, it's, I don't think it's that like layered of a question. It's just like there can be both. There can be like a debatable side to like either point. Like, do we sign or not? And the fact that I think that Tony has um, good reason to want to sign it, especially coupled with like all the guilt that he's been feeling and all the anxieties he's been feeling. And I think it makes sense for Captain America to not want to sign it because, like, he's always been that kind of, like, libertarian kind of dude. Right, <laughs> yeah, for like, sure. We, we should be able to uh, protect people um, under our own sort of yeah. jurisdiction. Um, and I also don't
2: think that either Cap or Iron Man were ever 100%, and even throughout the movie, they shift sides slightly widow also shifts sides, slight sides slightly and all the other people are you know maybe more definitive but we don't really explore because again we only have a two and a half hour movie here we gotta get through it all but um yeah i didn't uh, i don't know maybe i i just i didn't feel the same i feel like this was a pretty big question and there was a lot of background to it i mean two phases worth of context to take into consideration as to why this decision mattered and the fact that neither of them stood their ground a hundred percent the entire movie felt like it was kind of the right thing even if we ended on different sides you know
3: sure but I yeah, mean to okay. John's
2: point what extra I guess would you have yeah. needed to see?
0: I don't know. I didn't write the movie. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what would have made me like it more. Like, like, and and like, I wish I had like a really nice, well thought out way to answer that question. It's just like, it just, again, like, and kind of like what I was saying with like Bucky earlier, same thing with this. Maybe I'll find it throughout the podcast, but just something about it just didn't really do it for me. And like something about Bucky also doesn't really do it for me. like, So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I guess like also, you know, you sort of have like the layer of Marvel convenience over the top of everything too, where there, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. It's a decision that's conveniently split everybody like right down the middle. All right, now we're all going to go fight, you know? And it's like, I don't know. Again, it would just, Yeah.
2: Well, it wasn't a hundred percent split down the middle because then they had to go recruit people because there were lopsided kind of views, right? On this. Which
0: I also, by the way, had some had some had some issues. With. Oh yeah, here <laughs> but, we go. Uh, cool. you know, Well, yeah, uh, whatever. We'll, we'll we'll get there when we get there.
2: Well, uh, r- unfortunately, right in the middle of the conversation, Cap gets up and leaves uh, because it turns out Peggy has passed away. Yeah. Um, thank god this, dude damn oh, i am so yeah, tired was, of hearing about Frankie Carter. Long time <laughs> bro <laughs> yeah she she survived a long time but this is where we get the big reveal by the way yeah uh, and have, this was the agent what was it agent 13
0: agent or 13, something yeah. yeah the one yeah. that was living across the hall and flirting with your boy dude yeah and we yeah. also uh, uh and thank god that during this very uncertain time in captain america's life she's there to give a incredibly on-the-nose eulogy that just uh completely helps inform his decision right when he is in this like you know moment of moral crisis and doesn't know what to do uh that was uh really cool
1: of her to do that (laughs) you want to know my problem with this scene with Uh. the whole setup of the eulogy or whatever is that there is a giant crowd like this? This church is filled with people, right. and I'm like, and and uh, what's her name? Sharon? Sharon Carter? Sharon is Carter. Uh, yeah. is giving a big speech, very candid about the fact that her grandmother was a spy for, um, you know, for the for Shield, and especially like in World War II. She's like the creator, of, one of the creators of Shield, and I'm like, if you and your uh your grandmother were like so involved in these sort of like very espionage type operations wouldn't you not want that information to come out to the public and also like who are all these people that knew your grandmother when i don't like it just doesn't make sense to me that you would have this many people show up to someone who is supposed to be so enshrouded in terms of their identity.
0: Yeah, well, and also, like, isn't S.H.I.E.L.D., like, hasn't, hasn't it been ousted as, like, a Hydra organization at this point? Like, like, so, I mean, so is, like, being a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. even something, like, cool anymore? Like, would you even really want people to know that? Well, S.H.I.E.L.D. was...
2: Yes, taken down by Hydra, but then kind of being rebuilt at the yeah, same time by Nick Fury and others, right? So, and Sharon Carter obviously is sure. part of that. Um, so it was, but not anymore. So also, we don't know who was at the funeral. They could have all been Shield agents. We we don't know, right? Yeah, I mean, but, maybe but they a, weren't. But maybe a congregation
1: were. of ex-Shield agents would also seem to be like a really opportune time for someone who had ill intent towards <laughs> them to strike. You know, like. <laughs> sure. I mean, it, sure. It, it,
0: it is true, yeah.
2: Sure, I I won't cede to that. You know what? I will I will see that point to you. I'm gonna take my I... fucking half point back. Woo! Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well. Uh. So after that, Widow shows up. Uh. Because she didn't want Cap to be alone, and it turns out that uh. Rhodey has signed. Tony signed Vision. Uh. And all of them have signed the accords, but a uh, Hawkeye. He says he's retired, and at that moment, I said, oh, we're not going to get any Hawkeye
0: in oh, this movie. No. And you yeah. know what, Dan? That I'm sure that would have been disappointing for you, but uh, uh, you'll be happy to hear. We get a lot of Hawkeye in this
2: yeah. movie. <laughs>
3: it, it, <laughs> it, this is... It,
2: And also for widow to think that cap was really concerned about what hawkeye was doing is uh is a pretty funny notion as well because i don't know that they were necessarily best friends but at least we know now that hawkeye is retired so don't even ask him what the deal is right Um, because
0: you, you you try and ask him and he's you know what i'm just trying to live a simple life with my wife and children that's all that's all he cares about these days absolutely
2: absolutely well Uh, Widow says she's going to Vienna for the Sokovia Accords signing, and uh, she'd like to see Cap there, but he's not going to do it. Uh, And so now we get our first look at Prince T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman. Man, this... Yeah, this was... uh, uh, This this scene hit for me, man. I hadn't seen this movie in a long time, and I just saw Wakanda forever, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, And, man... That was uh yeah it's tough I, I I feel like every moment Black Panther was on screen or T'Challa was on screen he uh he did a great job in this he, it was a yeah. really good intro for Black Panther um and I thought yeah I thought he did a great job here um and then we even get a little scene here which I didn't remember about uh King T'Chaka and T'Challa talking to each other uh just kind of talking about him getting into politics and uh, he's proud of him and all that and that was. It's a lot. It's a tough, yeah, it's, it's a, a, a lot tough to thing. take
1: in after yeah. everything that happened in the, the latest movie, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, well, I don't
0: care. I never saw I, the yeah, latest movie and, 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 you know, just, I, you yeah. don't
2: care about humanity. It's I fine. Do, You I know, whatever. That. It's yeah. like, hey, you know what?
0: Eventually we're all going <laughs> to die and someone will be listening to this podcast and, and, and fondly Seems refraining unlikely, about. Yeah, yeah, probably not,
3: actually. Anyway. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, so uh,
2: and then uh, as they get started here and T'Chaka is speaking, uh, 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 all of a sudden we look out the window and we see mm, something doesn't look right here. Uh-oh. And boom an explosion to take out now this again to your point of the funeral it's like I mean I guess if there was any time to try to take out a group of people be uh, the people signing the Sokovia Accords um, which you know if I take a second now and think about it after your little funeral speech (laughs) I'm like man i don't know if there was any time for tony to put every bit of technology he had to protect an area of the world uh maybe it would have been during the signing of the sokovia accords you know like
1: also another that kind of tangentially raises another question for me is um he was he specifically trying to kill uh T'Chaka or was that just like no. a happy coincidence for him? Yeah, yeah, no, it was, yeah <laughs> it was just
0: it was just cool that it happened that way yeah I, I, yeah he wasn't targeting anybody he, yeah, was he, was targeting, just, he was just trying to sow discord right yeah by
2: by then blaming the winter soldier okay. which right. by the way is not captain america no, right which again i
0: was so confused i that.
2: know you were i know well right away <laughs> uh the winter soldiers blame for the explosion Um, and T'Challa then, uh, later on has a little conversation, uh, with widow saying that he's going to kill Bucky himself. Um, and we not yet, we don't yet know how he's going to do that, uh, in the, in the context of this movie, but, uh, he is, uh, not happy at all but he is now king of Wakanda because of this uh, death uh, but now uh, it, as uh, as Cap and Widow are having this conversation we get the classic uh,
1: Dude, hiding so in plain stupid. sight with hats and glasses that was and by- so fucking uh, it's all of them by the I way they're swear, all wearing hats and glasses yeah. I swear that like the dad cap phase <laughs> of like the modern casual wear happened because of this movie and not the other way around yeah. yeah.
0: No, like yeah. yeah, it's straight up. It's like it's like him and then like Falcon and they're mm-hmm. like sitting at like a bar with <laughs> aviators and hats on within yep. eye shot of Natasha. Like he's like staring at her while they're talking, and she's just like, Oh, where are you? It's like it's just Well, like, the
2: worst part is is she kind of thinks that he's there, but she doesn't keep looking after she stands up did you like she stands up as if she's like oh wait he's here for sure right uh-huh. and then she doesn't move her head after that she looks in the same direction for the rest of the entire conversation where if she like moved to the right a little more she would have seen steve standing there right so that part yeah i definitely noticed that that was a bit uh ridiculous but would she have even recognized him with the hat and the oh, glasses dude, on yeah,
0: i don't know it was such yeah. a good disguise no, she, she, I mean it was it was like it was like when he went into his own museum (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah dude it just it just renders him impervious no one can tell
2: yep well uh they get some info from sharon as to the whereabouts of the uh of the winter soldier also known as bucky uh and turns out that he's in bucharest uh uh that's just where he is. And I, so I guess in the timeline of this, when we see Bucky in the streets of Bucharest and the guy like at the newsstand sees him and looks like he's going to like go call somebody the way that I viewed that was like, that is how Sharon found out that they're there. But in the timeline of it, it kind of is a weird, it's almost like a flashback to an hour before, you know, cap gets the info. Cause it seemed like a weird kind of placement of that scene. But anyway, so Cap finds him, and now they're in this apartment talking out to find out. Uh, hey, is this Bucky or is this the Winter Soldier? The Winter mm. Soldier. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we uh, we get a little conversation for that before we get a uh, stairwell fight.
0: Which, yeah, well, I thought in yeah. the conversation it's also like funny because like Captain America is like, "Hey, you can't you can't kill anyone." Uh, uh, Bucky and he's just like I'm not gonna kill anyone and then he like picks up a cinder block and hits a yeah. guy <laughs> in the head with it <laughs>
1: meanwhile Uh, cap is like bashing people with his shield in the face and i'm like yeah no totally that guy's still alive
2: i mean i did like the dynamic of this stairwell fight where there were moments where bucky would like throw someone over then cap would save them and like throw them back up against the wall to knock them out and like it seemed like as bucky was going to kill these people cap just kept cleaning up the mess as they would go down the staircase uh, yeah interesting scene I think what it really showed was the strength of his arm and i think that that's what they were kind of trying to nail down here especially like when he falls like multiple stories then grabs the handrail and you see the whole rail just like bend yeah, yeah. i thought that that was yeah. kind of a cool way to show the impact of how strong not only he is but how strong that arm is as well and the rail too the rail's pretty strong yeah then the rails
0: pretty also, strong also too. a very strong rail yeah
2: that's how they make them in Bucharest. I don't yeah. know if you knew that, but yeah. No, actually, this uh, is
1: like the start of um probably one of my favorite action scenes in all of the MCU. Um mm. I think. Are we at the part where he jumps across the building and then Black Panther comes? Yep. Okay. This is it. This yeah. is our first appearance this, of Black Panther. Yeah, the whole Black Panther chase scene is probably my favorite. Uh, yeah. Until we get to Shang Chi, maybe. But even then, I think it still might be my favorite. Just the whole, um, the fact that like they were able to sell them running as fast as cars, mm-hmm. while like maintaining like the sense of uh physicality, I guess, like realistic physicality, was really cool. And the way that they did it too was like really cool because they actually had. Um, shot all of this practically. And you're probably Mm. like, how the hell did they get them to move at that speed? Well, they had like these carpets trailing behind the cars, like really long treadmill carpets or whatever. And so you had them start up with the car and the car would drag the carpets along and they would run on the carpet behind the car. And then in post, they would just um, remove whatever carpet it was. So like they were Whoa. actually traveling, the speed that you see them in the movie in real life—that's um, fun, which is like yeah. really fucking cool. Yeah. But
2: yeah, this is cool. I I I always like when we get to see kind of the full power of the super soldier serum with the speed um, that we see, and not only that too, we also see kind of um, the effect of the uh, the herb from Black Panther mm-hmm. because Black Panther also gets a form of kind of super soldier serum, but it's it's. Uh, A like a vibranium grown uh, herb in the uh, in Wakanda that's given to the Black Panther, whoever's chosen to, to hold the mantle. And so, yeah, seeing them here, we also get to see that kind of super speed again in the future with Cap and Black Panther running together. Uh, uh, which is really cool, but yeah, I, I love this too. I thought the whole chase scene was really well done, but I liked how it switched between cars and on foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, also loved the motorcycle steal with Bucky yeah. where the motorcycles come by and he grabs it with his arm and flips it around. I thought that that was just yeah, that shit's such crazy. a sick moment. Uh, but yeah, this, it doesn't this whole chase physically, but yeah it does you just gotta have a super I mean, they- <laughs> soldier serum and a special arm yeah and a special arm
0: yeah I yeah. don't know uh you know again, I'm sort of like looking for like i don't really like everything you said is right i just i like i don't i just, I just didn't care i don't really i don't i don't really i don't like i don't really know how like <clears throat> i feel like the thing I'm struggling with here is like I wish I had like some like great like breakthrough point to be like this is exactly what but I'm just like i like uh eh. I, I don't know. The scenes were, like, really long. It just didn't really, like, do it for me, I guess. Like, just, like, long, uninterrupted action scenes. Kind of like, who the fuck is Black Panther, you know? I mean, and Nat, Nat, now we know. But it's, like, you know, the big reveal of this, like, new guy. And I'm just kind of like, I don't really care about the new guy. I want to see what's happening with all the old guys, you know? And then uh, Bucky is just not that interesting to me anyway. So then it's, like, a new guy and Bucky. And then, it sh- and, then and then we just sort of have this long scene with two characters i don't really care about and it just like wouldn't end until it eventually did and that's my thoughts anyway back to you dan (laughs) well so my question i guess would be if
2: this exact scene happened right all of it the same the chase the motorcycle the everything about it but it was not an mcu movie and it was different characters yes does that make a difference to you or is it just you don't like these actions? No, I
0: I it, it it actually probably would have made it even worse. If I'm being totally mm, real, like at least with this I can kind of like fall. But I will say if you had had this exact same scene, but it was like Iron Man mm-hmm. chasing Captain America uh-huh, through a thing me. I think like I think I actually <laughs> legit would have been like more then, into that. I feel like and, maybe kind of what like pulled me out of the movie a little bit is that it's like a lot of like B characters and like side characters that are sort of coming in to show how expansive the universe is, but I just don't really like care about them that much, you know? And then like later and we'll get to it when we get to it. But I felt like that, especially during like the kind of like airport fight scene that occurs later too, where it's like, there's just like, yeah, I'm just like, "Eh," it's like, there's just like, so like, it's like, it's like all these things I'm not emotionally attached to are all happening, but it's like, I don't really care that they're happening because I'm not emotionally connected to any of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well that's an interesting wrong opinion but you know yeah, it's well, fine. You know, yeah. um, it, is yeah. <laughs> it is
1: interesting though.
0: It is interesting albeit
2: wrong but you know it's interesting. Uh anyways at the end here uh, war machine shows up and uh, uh they're they're criminals now. That's it. That's yep. pretty...
0: congratulations cap you're a criminal. criminal. A pretty done pretty, pretty, cool, pretty cool. Ba, line. It was pretty fun. Yeah, uh
2: and so they're taken in to custody. Uh, after uh, I thought a, I mean maybe at this point he just realized there wasn't any other way. But he very quickly uh, T'Challa quickly reveals himself as Black Panther, and I don't know exactly what the play there was, but maybe he just didn't think there was any other way out of it. But uh, yeah, that was kind have of just
1: jumped thirty feet into the air and ran away. Like,
2: yeah, I mean he also had a vibranium suit, so he could have just outlasted the bullets. Yeah. and... Yeah, I don't, don't know, know. <laughs> that was uh, that uh, I can't even defend that part that's I guess my point is there's nothing there I can defend it was kind yeah, he of just a wanted weird... to, he just wanted
0: like a cool review he wanted to like show off how the suit now, like melted down true. off of his head and he was like hey he look is at this very fucking cool. thing I own yeah he is very
2: cool yeah. so that's a good point I agree with you there uh anyway so uh we're back at the Avengers compound now and Vision is cooking uh and he's cooking a dish for Wanda he seems to have this kind of attachment to Wanda in some way, because he's kind of feeling like Wanda's maybe not being treated the right way based on kind of her, what is later referred to as an internment to the Avengers compound as she's not allowed to leave Mm -hmm. and vision is kind of her caretaker. Uh, and it's interesting how like very quickly he, uh, is moving into this world of like trying to be more human. He's wearing kind of human clothes and he's trying to learn the conventions and he's learning how to cook and he's doing all of that other work. And it's, Dude, uh, he this, yeah,
1: he has this little acting moment where he asks if like he added enough paprika and she's like, yeah, it's pretty good. And he like kind of turns away and he's like, yes, <laughs> like it's <laughs> one of my favorite act- uh, acting moments. But- yeah. 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 I, I mean, I don't know what it is, but,
2: Maybe it's just their chemistry as two actors, but I i mean, and maybe Christian will disagree with this, but I just, I felt like they had that relationship like immediately. I don't know. They just felt like they had a connection in the scene that just worked, not even in a romantic way, but just as like. Uh, even just a friendship way, they just immediately connected in this moment. I thought no, it was, I uh, think well, I it was here,
0: like here's 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 the deal, dude. Like uh the chick that plays Wanda, I'm like, I I, I could I could give a fuck. It doesn't matter. I don't I, I don't like her really. But it's like,
2: Elizabeth Olsen, El- Elizabeth Olsen Ol- sisters. Wait,
0: wait, what? wait is it wait really? Yeah, is that like, like one of the, the er- Olsen sisters? Oh, she's the, the third, third Olsen. Ol- okay, well then I don't give a fuck about her much, like the rest of the world, I guess. But like. Like, well, you know, you got you to be the that's third. That's changed now, but I mean, has it? I don't know. And maybe you know, whatever for you, Dan, it has. For me, I'm still no, not carrying the for third Olsen sister. For, but <laughs> for normal
2: people, it has. For yeah, people it like just, you, like, it has. It
0: just, it just, I don't know. She doesn't do anything for me. I feel like she kind of like overacts it a little bit. But also, maybe that's just the way the character's written because I don't really because I think the character is what. Yeah, but okay. But here's what I'm trying to say: is that the guy that plays Vision is so goddamn good that he could do that entire scene but you could just replace that Olsen girl with like a stick like sitting in a chair and he's just <laughs> delivering his lines to the stick and I would have been like whoa it seems like him and that stick have like a, a a real a real connection going on you know it's like that dude fucking owns he's really really good so, um, yeah, like, I, again, like, like, like as far as vision goes, it's like, yeah, you put him basically anywhere talking to anyone about anything. And it's like, it's a good scene. Like he, he's cool. He delivers it all really nicely.
2: Okay. Well, yeah, I guess I'll take that. That's another interesting <laughs> point.
0: Uh, but you know what
2: he does say is he talks about how he doesn't really know what the Mindstone stone is. Uh, he doesn't really understand it. He knows that it powered, Loki's staff. Yep, and that uh, the power
0: of Loki's staff gave her her abilities, which yeah, we we knew, but that's just further confirmation that that is you know, uh, uh, just like (laughs) just this fucking dumb (laughs) thing that exists in Marvel movies.
2: Yep. Uh. Anyway, so Wanda realizes after that that Vision is actually holding her there on order from Stark. Right. Uh. Which you know we're not going to see the impact from that right in this moment. Uh, but now we're back in Berlin, which also like okay, uh, hold on. So is yeah. Vision
0: like autonomous, or does Vision like have to listen to Stark because it's Jarvis? No, he's, like, autonomous. But, he's autonomous. He's he's a, so then Bully. but then like so then why is he like because like when you first sort of see um. Like in Age of Ultron, his whole thing is he's like, I want to understand humanity, and I value the freedom of humanity, and I th- I I think that people making their own choices is a very interesting thing, and so it was just like weird to me where he's like, oh, okay, I'm actually like super authoritarian now, and I'm going to hold you captive inside of this compound. Like I didn't I didn't I didn't really understand his character motivation to do that.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't think necessarily it was just that. I think it's that he feels for Wanda. And also he's the only person out of the entirety of the Avengers that could even... Uh, be there to be supportive of Wanda but also be there in case something goes wrong Yeah. Um. he's the only one there's no I mean like what Hawkeye's going to be there and try to prevent Wanda from doing something it's just yeah but it's it just, not an option right
0: it just it just it just felt like if Wanda was like hey like like made this like emotional t- appeal to Vision the Vision would at least be like interested in hearing what Wanda had to say as opposed to just like completely stonewalling her the entire time again it just it just it just seemed like a shift in vision's character from where we had seen him in age of like in age of ultron i yeah. sort of had this idea in my head about vision and that is different than what we saw of vision in this movie
1: i just think that um he i mean there has been a shift in his character he is a little bit more human in this movie sure um, yeah than he was at his inception in ultron but i think that he is more partial to um, signing the accords because it's the past it's the path of least resistance and he thinks yeah. that that would be um a better choice to protecting wanda and like the rest of the avengers as well
0: i can i can i can i can live with that
1: so
2: uh back in berlin now where bucky and the rest of the crew that got arrested uh are here and uh bucky's being held inside of this like chamber uh to prevent him from hulking out i guess you don't want to see when the other
0: guy shows up right Uh, yeah yeah you you wouldn't uh, hey are we having a code white for the winter (laughs) soldier you know that was
2: that was close you gotta watch out
3: here Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: um but we get our first introduction to everett ross played by martin freeman Uh, And this is not the last time. Yeah, it's Bilbo Baggins. He also played Watson in uh, Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh,
0: that's who, dude, the entire time. No, it was Bilbo. I was like, why? And I'm like, why the fuck do I know know this guy? um, Like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i know that's so funny yeah you guys can't see it because like we're on video but you're listening to audio but when i was like oh like dan's face just like lit up like he like yeah, he was like yeah on, it's sherlock. Wants it. yeah no but yeah Bil- Bil- bilbo baggins yeah i, don't, I, <laughs> oh, I, I, okay. I didn't
2: you know well, what, dude. It, if it, i had it, to guess between he, sherlock and lord of the yeah. rings hobbit like Come on! If you guys want to like
0: actually, at some point in the future, see a podcast where Dan actually loses his fucking mind, I hated Sherlock. Oh my <laughs> god! Like we could do, we could do a whole, we wait, could wait, do a wait. whole Sherlock. Wait, thing. wait, wait!
2: The movie uh, or the TV show the with Benedict Cumberbatch? TV show. With Bund- oh with my god! god. I'm <laughs> an, I've already, I'm already losing <laughs> my mind. Yeah, I, I don't the, think <laughs> I'm a the huge writing fan of that Sherlock show.
0: either. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. my god! The writing in that
2: show was <laughs> so good. It really was.
0: I think
1: it was supposed to seem like it was good, but See, that
0: was my thing no disagree it's like it's like it's like all this shit that hasn't been revealed to the audience at any point is the thing that he ends up solving them and so it's like you just wasted
3: three-fourths
0: of this fucking episode (laughs) on like nothing only for him to just Um, put it all together at the end what a better show
1: that's like in the same vein (laughs) as sherlock you go and watch death note that's what that
0: is yeah you know what dude yeah 100 percent. and we'd lose our minds on the death note podcast because dan would hate that dude. (laughs) yeah (laughs) 100%
2: 100% because I watched the first like, No, I didn't watch that What did I watch? Anyways, it doesn't matter oh,
0: I, think, Psycho-Pass. I, think, I think I had you watch the first episode of Psychopass. Well, yeah, yeah and like, I didn't psychopath? even finish it. Yeah, nah, he asleep. has fucking bad taste. Yeah, we, that's true. we we yeah, that's we've discovered it, it through this <laughs> <Yeah>, podcast. <sure. laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah, the
2: thing that's made billions of dollars that clearly is better versus the cartoon. Uh, yeah, I yeah. get whoa, it. But whoa, but see, whoa, whoa! You
1: can't just call it a cartoon. <laughs> no, I,
0: but also, I just want to point out here that uh, my original hypothesis was right. If you ever did want to see Dan lose his mind in a podcast, uh, it would be one about me hating Sherlock because that's just a little snippet of how upset he just got right there <laughs> okay so,
2: well you
3: saw I the red flash anytime. in his eyes yeah well, it's like uh, he's he,
0: he's he's gotten too used to me not liking marvel that it doesn't like affect him emotionally anymore it's like we got to pick something else that you know anyway anyway back to you dan great
2: now that we're moving on in the marvel world <laughs> i can't wait to watch dr strains this is gonna be oh boy Oh um, wait, luck yeah, Sherlock. <laughs> uh, the shield and Falcon's wings are now the government's property. And uh, Falcon better not see anybody flying around outside later on, which goes back to the point of, so Falcon, you're just kind of a guy with the, the wings, right? And I guess, you know, when Iron Man isn't wearing the suit, he's still, what is it? A philanthropist, billionaire, playboy, uh, genius, yeah. right? right. What is Falcon, I guess? Vibrant. Yeah. Young. Vibrant. Yeah. Young.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is the, the scene here where we're going to get Tony and Cap sitting down uh, discussing again the Sokovia Accords. And this is where we get kind of a little bit of a breakdown from Tony, um, where he's kind of talking about what his motives are, not only just the things that happened in Sokovia, but also the things that have happened in his life. You know, in Iron Man 3, he destroyed all his suits uh, in an effort to try to you know, win Pepper back, essentially, uh, and that he would slow down and he has not slowed down in any way, shape or form because Ultron happened. And then he built more suits and then Sokovia and then everything else. And, uh, you know, he thought the Sokovia Accords would be a good middle ground to try to get, uh, Pepper back on his side, but that doesn't seem to be the case. And it seems like in this moment, Caps just... Like starting yeah. to feel like you know what Tony is actually being genuine right now, and I felt like that was the case too. I don't know if you guys felt that as
1: Tony yeah,
0: was he talking. Yeah, even like he even like picked up re- the pen. He's like, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah.
1: And like, when have we ever seen Tony to be the the kind of person who would compromise on anything? Yeah. So yeah, yeah.
2: He just it, uh, in this moment it felt like he was the most real that he's been he was like he lifted up the the defense guards there for cap and was like this is this is who i am right now this is where i'm at mentally and i i think this is the right thing to do uh Mm -hmm. until cap realizes that wanda is being essentially held prisoner inside of the avengers compound uh and that really tony's not changed at all he's still doing what he thinks is right regardless of what anyone else wants him to do and Uh, cap pretty immediately shifts back uh, and it kind of pushes him even further away from signing the sokovia accords after this conversation
1: i like this dialogue between cap and tony it's like it further uh builds on the point that they both like kind of have good points to either side um and this is like one of my favorite parts about this movie is that things are pretty ambiguous. You could see it go either way. Um yeah. and then something happens later that kind of throws that away. But we'll get to that. <laughs> well, well yeah and so that. as this conversation's happening, someone from the UN has
2: been sent in to review and discuss whatever's happening with Bucky and the Winter Soldier, which are by the way, the same person.
0: Oh. Uh, Bucky is the Winter Soldier. Oh. Yeah, wait. I thought that uh, was Captain America.
2: No, it is oh, not. I
3: thought that was uh, the okay.
1: Civil War.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's Captain not America, the Civil War, the Civil
0: War. The Civil War Winter Soldier, the Winter oh, Soldier okay. from as seen in. The are, Civil are we sure War? it's not
1: some like Holy Trinity thing where they're all different but Ooh, they are still the yeah? same? Like right, is it something like that.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like it's like different manifestations yeah, of the same, the same. like D- entity. Yeah, 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 yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, are you sure about that, Dan?
2: No, because Captain America, he only believes in one God. That's huh? true. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, so yeah. he doesn't believe that's in the Trinity. That's a little callback. Yeah? That's a little callback for you there. Uh, but it turns out that, uh oh, maybe this uh, person that's interviewing Bucky isn't who he seems. What? Ooh, what? And then, oh, no. uh, that, and then we get a classic which,
0: Bucky Bucky brainwash.
2: Yeah, well, not before uh, Zemo uh, destroys the power grid with some ambiguous machine that it's looks really—is it—is it, it? But is it actually an EMP? I
1: would assume. Is that so. what an
2: EMP looks like? Uh, yeah, I have not It I've, I've just like
1: EMPs um... before in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, looks... yeah as a man who's a
0: detonated like. many EMPs <laughs> yeah. in my life, I like—they got just... it close.
2: It looked like a science project. We saw it earlier in his hotel room, but it was just like coils and wires and stuff. So I didn't immediately go, oh, I wonder what that EMP is gonna be used for. I just said, wow, that's a big machine. (laughs) Uh, Turns out it was meant to shut off the power grid. uh, And there's apparently no backup power in this giant facility that's run by the government. Uh, it's just mm. if power is gone, they lose all power.
1: There are no generators, no battery backups, yeah. uh, well, I think, nothing. Well, I think there there were backups. It just took them like 30 seconds to do it. Did they come back on that quickly? I don't know. He seemed like he was that... operating on a limited amount of time. Yeah,
0: well, he like, yeah, blows and... it up and he's like, oh, shit, now it's time to Bucky bra- brainwash time. Yeah, He he says that out like, and then he turns to the camera and he winks.
2: Yeah, well, uh, Bucky does break out of the cage right before. I'm not giving any of that credence.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> uh, Bucky breaks out, but not before Zemo's able to, uh, uh, to do a take classic. Him over again.
0: Not before Tuck. he's able to do a classic. A Bucky. Br- no, you get, but you got it. Not before no, he's able to I, do a together, classic. All together, okay, on three. Now, before he's able to do a classic... One, two, three, Bucky Bucky, Brainwash. brainwash. It's a classic Bucky Brainwash kind of situation. Which, by the way, stop with the fucking brainwash. I'm so goddamn tired of this fucking, like, trope happening in all of these... It's like, it's like, just, like... I mean, it's a sleeper agent. It's not that. But I I don't know, I'm just, I'm done. I'm over it, dude. Like, I'm like... It's it's not like,
2: like, though, this was mm -hmm. just, like, a one-off brainwash. It's like the entire character's backstory is him being a sleeper agent. It's it's not like this movie just decided to throw in a brainwash out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. No, right, I mean good. you're I'll right. I just point. don't like it. Oh, I, I I'll take yeah. that see, point. you know Thank what? You for that. Like this is and I, I feel like I feel like I feel like maybe I feel like maybe we've hit on the theme. Maybe I, maybe, I really
2: ma- like me- your opinions in this one. I just don't <laughs> like it. I, know. I don't I don't, I don't know, fucking know, you like guys. it, dude.
0: Whatever the fuck. <laughs> Listen, I don't even sound that whiny motherfucker. All right. I'm very even... like, you know, uh, no. uh, 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 fire and brimstone <laughs> with my dislike. All right. This is a very it's a very deep masculine dislike.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm sure. And <laughs> uh-huh. Zemo <Zima, laughs> we still kind of don't know what this December sixteenth, nineteen ninety one date is. Uh he keeps kind of looking for this mission log and it's unclear right. kind of what Zemo's End goal is right here. Right, we're we're kind he, of getting closer, but it's yeah, not but then super he gets clear. It
0: from Bucky, but then the audience still doesn't know exactly what. But he knows now. He he yeah. he got the whole thing. Was he was trying to get it, and now he got it. And yeah, and now and now his classic Bucky brainwash has uh been oh, seen okay. to fruition well, because that classic was classic, as
2: you know, in that's the
0: whole character story arc. That's the so whole that's... character story. Yeah. It was just, <laughs> like yeah. a lame yeah. character anyway whatever uh, okay. um, <laughs> anyways <laughs> i'm just, t- I'm um, just tired <laughs> of it i'm sick of it i don't want to see it anymore i want to just move past this part in marvel movies i just want character how many attention. brainwashes have we seen okay well we had um, everyone in uh the, the avengers, avengers. Yeah, yeah. So, first Avengers, like the, everyone's getting motherfucking brainwashed. And then the second
1: Avengers.
0: Second Avengers, everyone's getting motherfucking brainwashed, and then also Bucky, I guess, in the Winter Soldier. It's mm-hmm. another classic brain because because you got some Bucky brainwashing going on in there. Um,
1: got, because he's a sleeper and then, agent. And then you, and then you but, got Cap, who is a Christian. So you got Captain America, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and he only believes in one. Yeah, guy. yeah. and he only
0: believe- and then and then and then we and then we and then we got it, and then we got it here too. And um, well, yeah, so that's like that's like four movies, dude. We got like we got like four heavy brainwash movies.
2: Well, now the Winter Soldier escapes. Oh my and, god! Uh, yeah, not wait, Bucky, hold on. Would you Winter consider Soldier.
0: every single time the Hulk transforms Ooh. to be a bit of a brainwash? No. Because if so, then it's it's happening all the time. But I wouldn't. But But I think, you know, I mean. But I I, I wouldn't, though. But, I I mean, if you really think about it. I I wouldn't. Well, it's okay. Just think about it. Anyway, back to you. uh, Just think about Uh, it. All you have to do is just think about it. Uh,
2: Clearly, the Winter Soldier here is uh, definitely brainwashed because Because. uh, he goes to shoot Tony. uh, And if he didn't have his Iron Man one hand gauntlet on uh, that would have been a dead Tony right yeah. there. And you can see it in Tony's face, like the shock and surprise in his face of like, Oh, this is like, this is not the person I thought I'd be fighting up against in this moment. Uh, And, and so I liked kind of that reaction before Bucky gets away into a helicopter that's on uh. the roof. Uh, But now what we get to see, my favorite part is caps glistening muscles as he pulls the helicopter uh from trying to get away and in this moment by the way he talks about this in an interview they initially were just you know obviously there's not a real i know this is crazy there's not a real helicopter Wait, that he's what? pulling back huh? i know that that's a lot for you to take oh, in but I this is not a now. real what the fuck? helicopter uh, but what they were doing was they had that rail and that he was trying to hold to it and they didn't really push it very far. So he was just trying to flex to like show the strain of himself. And then finally he told them to like really pull the thing away. And then he ended up actually hurting himself. So you can see kind of his muscles kind of exploding in this moment uh, because they actually pulled this rail back with significant force. And so the look on his face was actually uh, significant, but it wasn't a real helicopter.
0: Well, that's, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't even know <laughs> I if I want like to this podcast anymore. Pull yeah. it back. <laughs> yeah, I actually. Uh, you know what? Hey, credit where credit's due. I like this scene. It's also like Arnold Schwarzenegger got a scene like this in the '90s in one of his fucking movies, where it, and, it, and it's 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 like it's like a it's like it's like a it's like a it's like a Schwarzenegger throwback that Chris Evans now gets yeah. to do Schwarzenegger things, and that's <laughs> yeah. that's probably pretty fun for him.
2: Well, if there's anything all actors are going for, it's for a Schwarzenegger moment. It's just, yeah, doing, it's it's
0: just doing Schwarzenegger thing. I just want to get out there, you know, <laughs> yeah, just a ha- Classic ha- Arnie. Yeah, just yeah, uh, sure. channel, channel your inner Arnie. No, I, I like, yeah, I actually, I don't know, whatever the fuck. I thought that was cool. I thought it was fun, the helicopter thing. Like, why not, dude? Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, this catches us
2: up uh, to where the end credits scene was for Ant Man, I believe. Yeah. uh yeah. which was them in this garage with uh bucky's arm uh like attached to the table and uh falcon and cap are there trying to determine what their next steps are uh and this is where we've really finally realized like this is actually bucky he remembers steve he has all his memories like he he remembers in this moment who he is yeah, which i kind of um, like
0: didn't get that it's like so like so like how like like why? Like does he like he activates and like goes into a fugue state until he does the thing and then he's like him again. It like a- a- after because he because he almost seemed like when you saw him before in the movie he was still a little like muddy like 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 he still had like some brain fog and so but now we see him and he's like oh it's actually me and I remember everything now but it's like why 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 now why not before or like how like how how does that work.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's not super clear. I think the only thing I can think of is that in this moment he was knocked out. Uh and it kind of does I'm, you know, whatever. I don't know brains well enough for brainwashing, but okay, maybe yeah. that this kind of reset him versus previously uh it was more so that he was the winter soldier and then slowly like left that state of mind versus being kind of reset by being knocked out unconscious.
0: Yeah. Mm, Getting knocked idea. out is like I really like- bad for you. Except yeah. For when
2: you're the Winter Soldier. Right,
0: unless you're the Winter Soldier, and then maybe it like jumbles you back to whatever. Okay, that just like, and uh, it was just another kind of like Bucky thing with me where I'm like, I didn't really understand how we had even gotten to this point where now he's just like completely lucid, and but he just is now, and we just kind of have to accept that. And then he starts doing like buddy cop shit with Falcon, and I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think the jump to the buddy cop shit with Falcon was a little quick.
0: It's a a
1: bit much. A bit much. Like, they just shoehorned (laughs) it in there. Like, it didn't really need to be there, but they obviously had the idea that they were going to make Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so they had to set it up. I don't think they did at this
2: point. I mean, we're talking about this was this had to have been at least four years before Falcon and the Winter
1: Soldier. So what you're saying is that they did it for absolutely no reason. No,
2: I think they did it because you're thinking of the Winter Soldier, not Bucky. No, no, no. no. I think I'm
1: I'm thinking this is a brand new character. He had just started. He just met Sam Wilson. And now we're in a buddy cop situation.
0: It's a classic buddy cop situation mm, that's going on here, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Usually, you have it to is. set
1: up the buddy cop situation, but they just automatically engage with all the tropes.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like it's like it, you need to have I, like a little setup where 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 one guy's like I'm this way, and then the other guy's like, well, I'm completely the other yeah. way, and then you can start doing buddy cop things
2: i think it's very easy for the both of them to play off someone like captain america kind of like how john and i play off christian and his
0: absurdity mm-hmm. right
2: uh-huh. so i, think I don't that think that anything i say an easy is that setup. absurd dude i think uh, I sort of speak I a for lot
3: the of every man. Here. Abs- i mean uh, you
0: know quinn uh, Tarantino that uh, recently released an interview where he basically said uh i agree with everything christian says in cape shit in so many words
2: I mean, if you want to be associated with Quentin Tarantino no, as your associate, I see of myself truth, as the Quentin I Tarantino mean, of
0: Cape Shit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Is that you really like feet, so or is that what it is? Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's it's really liking feet and all of the other problematic things he does so, to you. So yeah, we've yeah, we,
1: yeah, we, we established that you are the yeah. Quentin Tarantino of Cape Shit, but you are also um, the Kanye West. <laughs> I'm also the Kanye Kanye West of Cape shit. That's too much. (laughs) We've really gone too far. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: God. It's too much. Uh, Anyways, in this moment, we find out not only is Bucky not the only Winter Soldier, Mm. uh, because right now Bucky is the Winter Soldier as we know him, but there are other super soldiers being born and made in Russia with the blue liquid that right. is super soldier serum. That's what Bucky was going to get out of that trunk, uh, which we still don't know who was driving that car. yeah,
0: wouldn't it be moment. wild if that became a problem for everyone later like but hey, <laughs> I didn't
2: see it coming yeah, I mean, uh, I've only seen the movie. Uh, sure. <laughs>
0: anyway, so uh what we
2: realize now both sides of the uh, uh, the conversation here from Falcon and Cap to Tony and Widow, both realize uh, they're going to need some help. They're not at full Avengers capacity right now, so they're both going to go recruiting. Uh and in this moment in the movie theater, people lost their shit when Queens came right. up on the screen in big right. letters because Spider-Man is about to make his entrance into the MCU. When you say people
0: lost their shit, what yes. do you, what do you, what do you, like, uh, like besides like cheering self, like in the hysterically theater, hysterically yeah. sobbing, yeah. like, yeah. you know, just writhing around on the ground, like,
3: uh, yeah.
2: okay, no, no, okay. not that right. I will, I will take back my statements. Okay. That's what losing their shit means to uh-huh. you. Yeah. I mean, clapping loudly Ugh. in a movie theater. That's worse. Yeah, well, I like
0: that. I like that
2: less. (laughs) I know you do. I know. I know. Uh, And so so we are. uh, Yeah, we're gonna get uh, uh, our first look at Peter Parker and Aunt May. Okay, wait, Uh,
0: hold on. Another. I was excited about Aunt May, but uh, can can we get some air horns? Hey, check it out! Welcome back to Christian's Good Faith Question Round Two. I have a second Good Faith Question. Uh-huh. um all right so you had like toby mcguire doing spider-man andrew stuff. Andrew garfield yep. well, okay so andrew garfield had andrew garfield spider-man movies already been out at this yes. point yeah. okay but the, but those A just had before that okay but those just had nothing to do with marvel so yeah. this Correct. guy that we're seeing now is like the canon marvel guy yeah. the he reboot the
2: first spider-man okay. in the mcu
0: so the reboot with Andrew Garfield was Sony and Sony, not percent okay, So that was so okay word, and then you know, which is why then when they all show up again later, it's a big deal. Okay, yeah, whoa, I was just whoa, I was just wait, curious. Why didn't they on. show up
1: again later. Whoa, well,
0: I mean, yeah. you know, whatever the fuck. It's like, hey, listen, if you're a Marvel head, I, I'm like, I don't even care, and I know that. So yeah, you know, well, what, like, what rock have you been living under?
2: Yeah, so Sony, we don't have to get into this too much, but Sony thinks they can do Marvel things just as well as Disney can, and they're right. constantly proven wrong, even though they keep trying over and over and over. They've done two Fantastic Fours. <laughs> they've done two Spider-Mans, multiple X-Men movies. They did Morbius, right, <laughs> which Venom. did not go It's Morbin go well. time. They did Venom twice. Uh, so, yeah, it's just anyways uh so it didn't work out so well so now we get our true mcu spider-man which different from toby and andrew this is really like a callback to the comics and uh peter being like in high school like but like really being a kid yeah. not being a toby mcguire probably shouldn't be in high school <laughs> kid yeah. Yeah, kind you probably call
0: the police if you saw yeah. him in
3: high school <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah and so they i mean i i i think tom holland is a, a, a great choice for peter and right out the gate they kind of do just a very quick spider-man origin story They're like, you know, we're going to knock this out real quick. He got powers six months ago. He's being Spider-Man. He's made his own suit uh, and he hasn't told anybody yet. That's it. We get caught up with all of Spider-Man's origins in in two seconds. He asks how he can crawl on the walls and he says, it's a long story. Don't worry about it. And I think it's at this point because people are tired of hearing Spider-Man origin stories. Another Spider-Man
0: origin story.
2: Yeah, and so um, yeah. Th- I mean, uh, I, I I don't know this whole Tony and uh, Peter conversation. Him realizing that the the suits in the ceiling and talking about the tactile strength of the web, showing that Peter is kind of, uh, you know, a even dork. a uh, not only a dork, dork but potentially a young Tony. Yeah, uh, that he's inventing it's like his a own fucking, stuff, just and, like
0: a nerd. Like he's yeah, like a super nerd. Like like he's, a, he's just, like, like he, like just kind of like a geek, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly, yeah. and so. Tony's kind of sussing him out in this moment, trying to figure out, like, is this the guy I want to bring in? I mean, clearly he has the strength, right? I mean, he shows the video of him stopping a car at 40 miles an hour. Um, but what uh, Peter says here, which I really like, was when you can do the things you can but you don't, then the bad things happen. They happen because of you.
0: And, and because that's... with great power comes great responsibility, and then he ends it by saying that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Kind of. Uh, yeah. You just ruined kind,
1: ruin kind of kinda second Huh? It. No, uh, yeah, but,
0: you know, that was just my favorite part in the movie was when he said what you said. said, but then he ends it by saying, but also that's because when you have great power, then great responsibility comes uh, along with that. Know. That, that, as well. that, that kind of brings
1: up like an issue with the the third Spider Man movie in the MCU because right. like if he already had that ingrained in his skull without anyone telling him that, then like right. why does the line mean anything later when it's told to him?
0: Why does anyone even need to say it? Yeah, he already already knows. That's why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. This is all
1: phony.
2: Just cut this whole part of the podcast out. This is all all phony.
0: They really should have called it captain america civil war parentheses with great power also
3: okay.
2: great responsibility
0: <laughs> comes to uh not even, like dash, not even the quote either and then spider-man and you end the parentheses but spider-man
2: doesn't ever say it in right. any of the previous movies so
0: yeah uh anyways uh i know which is why it was so impactful when he said it in this one
2: now look we finally get to the best part of the movie mm-hmm. the best part which is there's an explosion at avengers compound and guess who shows up uh, it's is a hawk is it hawk motherfucking idea oh <laughs> a
0: yeah, flaccid it's... bow man
2: yeah and <laughs> he decides in this moment that um fighting vision is something that he's going to be able to do uh it is hilarious watching Hawkeye think that he's going to land any punches on vision in this moment. Yeah. Uh, I but will say vision... though,
0: you know, as much as I, like I said, dude, very unenthous. I found this movie very boring. I've been saying it the entire time, but again, big ups to vision, dude, the, like that, like, Hawkeye sucks so bad (laughs) that it's again, Vision could have just been fighting the aforementioned Olsen stick, you know what I'm saying? And it would have been cool, but like the fight with him and Vision was sick. I actually thought that was cool. I like how it's like he keeps kind of like phasing mm-hmm. like he'll like grab him and then like phase out and then like some of Hawkeye's shit is just going through him but some of it is like connecting and Vision kind of can control like when he can be touched versus when he can't be and like how he moves and like yeah vision is just cool and that was a, that was actually yeah. a cool scene and if you told me that I, there would ever be a Hawkeye scene where there's like a one-on-one <laughs> fight and one of the guys is Hawkeye that I'd be like that was badass i wouldn't have believed you but like damn you got to give it to vision vision is pretty cool that was a cool scene because of vision yeah and then
2: uh we see here this kind of sets up that wanda can control the mind stone uh because she utilizes that power to shove vision down into the earth
0: to make him heavy i didn't i I didn't really get that like what like like what like is the mind stone be like heavy now or i don't think
1: it was making him heavy i think she was pushing him down with her telekinetic powers i think she was pushing the mind i thought i
0: thought she was doing like now he's very heavy no he was just falling into the earth because of how heavy he was
2: no, I didn't, I didn't think that that's what it was. Gotcha. I mean, people with larger brains like John and myself could really <laughs> kind of figure that part out, I think. Mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know, yeah.
0: dude. I mean, I feel like maybe my brain is so large that when I see inexplicable things happen on screens, I have to search for alternative <laughs> reasons why they could be happening in order to I actually don't think justify it. the existence where you see mm-hmm. something happening on the screen and you're just like, oh, it's the simplest explanation. But that's just because your brain is very small and you I can't process that information as quickly as no. I can. Well, well because you're it's saying then you John's
2: know. brain is small as well.
0: Uh, yeah. No, I'm saying that John agreed with me initially, but I think no, that he, he was so afraid to go against you because of how verbally abusive and mean you are to him. <laughs> that's whenever the true. Podcast I, I do ends. have a level
1: of trauma yeah. here on this podcast. Yeah, oh that God, he, he
0: hears you say things. He goes, oh, yeah, no, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, also totally. what I think. But yeah, that mm-hmm. that's really just the anxiety that you've given him throughout this process. Okay. Well,
2: yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Now <laughs> we we see uh Cap, Falcon, and Bucky rolling up in a VW bug to meet mm-hmm. Sharon, uh, where they will get back Cap's Shield and Falcon's wings, uh, followed by a yeah, very why?
0: Followed by I, why? There's no followed defense. Followed by fucking zero. Why, I have
2: zero defense to this moment. It is extremely weird. Yep. It doesn't really make any sense. We get a and
0: Captain America makeout scene where it's with Sharon like, Carter. With Sharon Carter. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then uh, it cuts to the buddy cop moment yep. in the backseat with Falcon and Bucky, where they're like, ah, you know, and it's just Except like they don't f- really do that. When, yeah, they go, um, ah. Okay, they you don't know. really do yeah, that. They, either, yeah, they, yeah, they, 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 they it, it, it like zooms in on both their faces while they're going, Wah! And it's like, why, why? Why did that need to be in the movie? I don't really get it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it didn't, it didn't make any sense. I have no, I have no explanation as to why that would make any sense for right. Cap to kiss a descendant of Peggy Carter <laughs> that. In his timeline, has only been away from her for like <laughs> a year and a half you know, or two
0: years. You know, it's fun. I was just harping on the makeout scene, but now that you mention it, I didn't even really think about like the weird incestuous angle there, too. Yeah, but that is dude. pretty strange. Like, yeah.
1: right? Well, like, no, I'm the one calling he, this out. Is, there must be something he is, crazy here. Uh, simultaneously, both very old and young at the same time. So, I mean, would you. I, I can't even... How do
2: you even describe this scenario to somebody? Yeah. Does not exist? You are making That's out <laughs> with the granddaughter of someone that you dated... If she was hot. ...when she was younger.
0: Yeah. It's just... Uh, I don't know. There, <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Yeah. At all. Yeah, there's actually uh, like anyway. a whole like BoJack Horseman season about that, where he ends up getting ousted from the house because he attempts to do something kind of similar.
1: Mm. Oh, well... Sick. Cool. Reference, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go. Anyway, yeah hey, a, uh, you Anyway, you know what? Didn't didn't work out
0: so well for old Bojack, is all I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah.
2: Got it. Well, uh, anyways, once they get the equipment, they pull up to a van uh where our boy Hawkeyes really come through for Captain America. Uh, and he went to go get Wanda, but he also went to go get someone else. It's our guy. It's Paul. Paul Rudd. motherfucking Rudd,
0: dude. Hell yeah. Which did you, you know, know he yeah. was gonna be in this, by the way? I had no idea. No. Uh, yeah. Breath of Fresh Air though, dude. I like Paul Rudd. I do I do, however, feel like he was a bit underutilized. Which sure. like Sure. you know, like because I like Paul Rudd. I don't give a fuck about Ant-Man, you know what I mean? And so it's like, and I feel like we kind of, like, I'm like, oh, cool, Paul Rudd. And then we get, like, three Paul Rudd moments, and then it's like, mostly, though, it's really just kind of about Ant-Man. Which is fine, I get it, but, you know.
2: I like that none of the Paul Rudd scenes felt wasted, at least. Like, every Mm -hmm. moment that he was on screen talking to Cap, like... Uh, what does he say? He's uh he's like I'm shaking your hand too long. This is awesome. Thanks for thinking of me. And he's yeah. like just really geeking out and he like touches Captain America's pecs in this yeah. moment cuz he just kind of can't believe he's standing in front of Cap. I just I really like this whole moment of uh of uh Scott Lang being introduced yeah. to the rest he's of like the Avengers. He's like
1: consistently the funniest person on screen. It's yeah, kinda crazy, knows, dude.
0: I kind of wish yeah. that like instead of bucky it they had been like paul rudd had been set was up the for the, th- was the winter soldier was the winter soldier and then every scene with bucky and it was actually just paul rudd i think i would have really yeah. liked this movie
2: well uh this is where we realize that they're at the airport and the alarm starts going off cap says suit up it's time for a civil war <gasps> uh Right, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. And, he, say and then, that, he, then he, then he, but... looks
0: at the camera and he winks. And he winks yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the movie.
2: And then Bucky says, "Hey, that's my thing." Yeah. And then and he then winks. And he, then winks. Then he looks at
0: the camera <laughs> yeah. and winks. And then Sam. <laughs> and then, all of a and sudden...
2: then Sam goes, "I hate you." <laughs> yeah. And then in the corner, there's a desk, and Jim Halpert is sitting at the right, desk, and yeah. he shrugs at the camera.
0: <laughs> he shrug- right. He shrugs at the camera because he can't make a sound because he might be eaten by aliens. Yeah, because it's also a quiet place. (laughs) Because it's also a quiet place.
2: Uh, Anyways, the two sides have formed now. So we've got Iron Man, War Machine, Black Panther, Widow, and what? Spider-Man? And then we've got... Cap, Ant Man, Falcon, Hawkeye, Wanda, and Bucky on the other side, and so like uh, and
0: I, I might be able to kind of forgive them this in this move because this is like super nitpick. I'm gonna get I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with like a, a, a su- but like. I thought all of the Spider-Man CGI wasn't great and kind of like it just, it didn't no, look I right agree. to me at all. And you even get this like this weird moment where it's like <clears throat> at the end, well, I cover the fight and whatever. But there's this point like mm-hmm. at the end of the fight where he's like on the ground and like
1: his suit. I kinda- had the exact same thought.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's like and it, it it like it literally does not even look remotely like the same thing. Like mm-hmm. it's like so like cuz Tom Holland in a suit does like it 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 does not look like the same you, thing that you've been seeing like crawling around the entire time. And again, like benefit of the doubt cuz like, you know, they'll probably fix this when you actually yeah. get a movie where it is Spider-Man, but like it really did not look great in this so, specific scene.
2: I hate to agree with you, yeah, but, but I'm going to slightly when but, he's on the ground at the end with the uh, mask half off, yeah. where it's clearly like now he's it's him, yeah. on the ground. Uh, I also noticed the same. I was like, wait, what's wrong with his suit? Why right. is it like so n- not as bright? It's yeah. like really dull yeah. compared to the previous uh, moments where you see him swinging around and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I also agree. I think at this point too, again, Spider-Man was kind of a a throw-in here that was, uh you know, not a hundred percent expected before they released the first trailer showing like, Hey, by the way, we're bringing in Spider-Man to the MCU, which was a big get because again, Sony owned Spider-Man and the movie rights for Spider-Man. So this was a big deal to bring him in, but it's not a Spider-Man movie. So I don't think they really invested a lot of time in trying to figure out like how does Spider-Man move? How are we going to treat him in the MCU moving forward? Those weren't questions that they had to figure out for that movie. So they just kind of had to, get him in, make it serviceable, and kind of move forward, you know?
0: Yeah. I also think around this time too, and I don't know if you guys feel the same way as I do or not, but I thought, like, it it felt weird to me that, like, Iron Man just, like, showed up in a suit because it's, like, he had, like, made this, like, big deal about, like, destroying all of the suits and how he's, like, not, like, a suit guy now and he's, like, you know, whatever, and then, like, with just sort of like no fanfare or explanation, he—it's just like Tony in a suit again. And then it's like, and no, and it's not really like referenced or talked about or whatever. Like, I didn't really understand where that jump had happened.
2: But he—he he did talk oh, did about he? it. He? Okay, I might have just. And, he, it. and it's the a Avengers long fucking movie, dude. Avengers: Age of Ultron. He had a suit.
1: Yeah, he right? yeah, destroyed guess,
2: the suits in Iron Man 3. He destroyed
0: the suits in Iron Man 3, so he would have still had, like, a suit. So yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. Like, also, he like, talked like, about... I was just, I'd like, yeah, you're, 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 you're right about that. It's okay, I'll take it, yeah. No
3: yeah. worries, I'll take that, <laughs> for sure.
0: I just, again, um, I hadn't <laughs> seen him in a suit for the entire movie, and then he was like, I blew up all yeah. my suits, and that's all I was thinking about, but I guess we have seen him in a suit since then.
2: Yeah, and so uh, when they first get together and you see uh, Iron Man show up, this is where he calls in Underoos, and uh, that's when Spider-Man swings in and steals the shield. And this little moment where Spider-Man steals the shield and, like, lands in his Spider-Man pose, that's the little snippet that was released in the trailer where uh, I think that trailer was, like, the most viewed Marvel trailer of all time at that point because of that Mm Spider-Man entrance uh which again people lost their minds but this time at home
0: yeah but also uh, like trailers suck dude what the fuck like wouldn't that have been like because again i like i plead no contest i I, sure. I, don't, I don't give a fuck but like if we're going from like the uh perspective of someone who's like really into these movies i think i would have much preferred to like be in the theater and yeah. have like a fun spider-man reveal than like watch a trailer where i know spider-man's gonna show up in the yeah, movie at some too. point that's kind of yeah. lame
2: so it's an interesting balance and we can maybe get into this in like the phase three recap, but trailers are a big kind of thing that Marvel's been reassessing through phase four specifically because of that specifically. Yeah. is like, how much do you reveal and how much do you not reveal? It was a big deal for the, um, Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness movie that came out more recently because Kevin Feige came out saying like, we revealed way too much in the trailers, uh, and it didn't hit as hard once people got into the theaters because of that, yeah. even though mm-hmm. there were certain things that happened that weren't ever talked about. So I think, yeah, to your point, I don't disagree, but also Spider-Man joining the MCU was something that was going to get people to the theaters, right? right. Sure. So it's like... That alone, just the uh, notion of this property that wasn't owned by Disney making its way in was a big
0: deal. Right. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I could. I could. I could understand that. So
2: it's definitely a, it's a tough balance, though, because I agree with you. Like there's they've got to strike a balance, which is why now I only watch the first teaser and the first trailer of all new movies. I don't watch any future trailers, TV yeah. spots because they start spoiling too much. So I've taken on this kind of thing where I don't watch future stuff after the first. Yeah, well, I think for released.
0: me even too, like I had no idea Spider Man was in this movie. So when so yeah. when it happened, like even in my house, you know, I was like standing up and just clapping like yeah, a fucking uh, maniac. Okay. Uh, soon, okay. Yeah, because I because I I didn't know.
2: <laughs> all
1: right. Yeah. Well, so like <laughs> they, so just they start crying. fighting, dude. My my issue with this fight is first of all, the the little like mid fight posing scene that they had um where they all line up against each other and they charge head on that was like i was like okay guys <laughs> like we didn't really need to do that like you it just was want, sick though that was for me that was for you yeah that was a, like a, that was for yeah it's it's for me the classic red rover yeah. kind of scenario
0: yeah exactly
1: but i love it the main issue that i had with this fight was that they kind of knew like both sides knew that they were going to end up fighting each other um, like they kind of non like implicitly agreed that this is w- this was the meetup point at this airport Um, so I would have expected both sides to like come up with some plan to deal with the other side like especially Iron Man and especially Captain America but none of them had anything they just kind of like walked at each other until they were like okay I guess we're fighting now And it just seemed like out of character for both of them. So
2: maybe I'm not remembering, but I don't think there was a plan for all of them to meet at this airport. Iron Man was tasked to go find Captain America and Bucky and did that. But Cap and them weren't expecting them to be there, right? They had the jet. They were lining up. They were getting ready to go to Siberia. And then Iron Man showed up. But Iron Man only had 36 hours Mm -hmm. and he had to not only recruit Spider-Man, get people together and get to where Cap was with Bucky. So I don't know necessarily that any plans they could have come up with would have been great in the first place. And separately, I think that was the plan. It was recruit as many people as we can and then go after Cap. And then Cap, again, those guys were all planning to get on that ship and get to Siberia. That was their
1: plan so right? no contingencies just just hope for the best yeah i mean you know uh, yeah like maybe i like, knew that iron man was going to be tracking him
2: yeah true true um yeah i mean i i can see where you're coming from i can see that okay, um cool. yeah uh, but during this big fight scene we got a lot of banter as well a lot from spider-man uh, him talking to the Winter Soldier and Falcon talking and then uh, Falcon's like everyone's got a gimmick now and then he's like you've got a metal arm that's awesome dude uh, and it's like kind of setting up Spider-Man to be this high school kid like this is actually a kid yeah. that's in high school not yeah. an actual superhero um,
0: yeah and I'm I'm like because I actually do like Spider-Man as a character but like I didn't really like the Peter Parker bants in this like scene i also didn't really like like tom holland that much like even in the scenes like outside of it like but but and this might even sound a little out of character for me but it's true it's like i want to like spider-man so i'm like willing to overlook this movie being my first impression of spider-man but there's a lot of stuff i hope that we get to see tightened up around the spider-man character later because it just it felt like a little weird. And I do see what you're saying where it's like, you know, they're really trying to set him up to sort of be this goofy high school kid. But, you know, I think a thing that like really works with Spider-Man's character in the comics and also like kind of in video games too, I guess, like Spider-Man game did this well as it's like, he is like funny. He's like, he's, he's like a funny guy. He says funny things and he does, you know, like, he's sort of a lighthearted character. Um, but it just, like, it felt like a little, like, off-putting here maybe just because, like, the stakes are so high. And also it's, like, it's the it's his first time meeting any of these people. And it's, like, you know, basically everyone's, like, fighting for their fucking lives in a sense. And then there's this guy that's also just sort of there to be, like, whoa, cool arm. You know, like, it was just, like, I, like, I, I just kept being, like, ah, I, I was just, like, getting, like, whiplashed out of the moment. You sure. Know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. Well, luckily – there was then another set of banter that you probably really attached yourself to. And it was, uh, when I forgot who it was, it's something about Hawkeye retiring. It might've been cap. Uh, and then Hawkeye said, you know, I did, I played golf, you know, played 18 shot, 18 never seemed to miss.
1: Yeah, just, I, yeah i
0: didn't yeah i didn't i didn't i didn't i didn't, I didn't like my it. favorite part, classic hawkeye. i like it my, classic hawkeye <laughs> yeah. my
1: favorite part though was when hawkeye gets put up against the black panther and he's like mm-hmm. hi i'm clint and even black Panther's like i don't care <laughs> 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 it's like thank you <laughs> yeah well uh, uh, and again
2: as we get towards the end of towards the end of this fight um we, vision appears right right and again Which... vision's presence is just so large in this that it gets everyone to kind of like stop in their tracks mm-hmm. you know
0: well and this was kind of like like and again hey uh uh yo can we get some of air? course can we, yeah. some, can we get some yeah okay hey what's up everyone welcome to christian's good faith question Here Corner, round wow. three a third good faith <laughs> question um uh, th- this this movie is long, bro. Okay, and like, and I really try to do my damnedest throughout these uh, uh podcasts and throughout like uh, doing cape shit to really uh you know uh, pay attention and, and like stay in it so that we can talk about it you know whatever but sometimes i do feel like i might miss things especially because i'm not like you know giddy at the edge of my couch like dan is when he watches these uh you know just cheering every 30 seconds yeah, okay. or whatever <laughs> um so what wh- why did vision show up like what, did, did did i did i miss something like Cause I know that he was sort of on the side of like the, uh, uh, Sarkovian accord people, but it was like, but it was like, it's like, it's like he, but he wasn't there, but then he just like sort of like was there and like in this space that feels like maybe kind of arbitrary for him to be like, had he been like heading there? Like, how did he know everyone was there? And like, why did he pick like then to show up? Like, is there like travel restriction on v- like, does it take him a while to get places or did or was he unaware that everyone was fighting? And then and then as soon as he became aware, he just like flashed it like I, like, I did. I, I didn't really understand how Vision got there or why he got there when he did. I mean,
2: probably yes to most of that, which is he was left behind. He was sent down into the core of the earth. I don't know how that did he get knocked out. Was he OK? Was right,
0: Because he was very heavy. Uh, yeah
2: okay i don't think because because, because he was
0: made he he was made he was made very heavy yeah
2: and i mean what we don't know is yeah how fast can vision fly does he fly at the speed of sound does he fly at a slower rate we don't really know those answers but based on what we know he became conscious became aware of the fight became aware of the fact that wanda is no longer there and then went to the fight Mm
0: -hmm. yeah but how did he like find them because he has
2: full access to every capable, he's an AI that has access to the Avengers word. compound and can track. Okay, so he just, so, yeah, so I mean, so, he's so on.
0: So he, so he just always kind of implicitly knows. No, 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 he's on Iron Man's side. Are. He
2: knows where right. Iron Man is. He can. It's not a okay. difficult task for him to know where Iron Man is.
0: Yeah. Word. Okay. So he just, it's like sort of becomes like he just yeah. kind of knows where Iron Man is, and then yeah, he just got and there So late. and so we're sort of. Okay, so it's so, so we're sort of led to assume that like when he was made heavy, it like sort of encumbered him for a yeah. little while, and then later now he's showing up Yeah, the, the heavy he curse can- was okay. lifted that-
1: about thirty hours after, and then he only had right. six hours to get yeah. to the airport. He only had yeah.
0: S- right. Yeah, and he actually took a
2: plane. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then he jumped from the plane. Yeah. Um, and then he jumped out of it. That's yeah, how he We, we will it. get a helicopter jump yes, by the do. way. Um. Yes, we will. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so there's a lot that happens in this fight, but kind of the big kind of the big moments here are uh, a giant man, uh, which is oh, also, uh, giant uh, Aunt 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 man. man, oh, giant Gi- man, Aunt yeah, man. also known yeah. as okay. Goliath. Uh, uh, I don't think so. No? Different person? No, I think that that is the other person that is working with Hank Pym back in the day on Project
1: Goliath. So, they, so they're different people? Yes. So, but they could both turn big and small? Well, back when Hank Pym was
2: working on the formula, yes. So the Goliath is also Ant-Man? You know that Scott Lang isn't able to genetically turn big and small it's all the suit right yeah but so
1: so goliath wait wait
0: wait can can goliath genetically do it no goliath isn't
1: a person so so wouldn't the title be aptly summed up in ant-man colon i can also turn into a giant (laughs) goliath as well
0: right you know there's a reason why that's a really good point john there's a reason why none of us are
2: kevin feige uh yeah but
0: <laughs> anyways. Uh
2: and uh, anyway, so we wrap this up with Cap and Bucky deciding that they're going to need to leave the others behind if they're going to make it make it out of the airport. Uh and at the last second Widow decides that she's going to help them escape by uh stalling or you know, shocking Black Panther uh from stopping Cap and Bucky from escaping uh, the compound, she says. Yeah.
0: And she, and she, and she, oh, yeah. What I was uh, about to say. No, please go ahead. Well, she says something. She said, because I don't, because I didn't write it down, so I don't remember but she says something along the lines of Hey, Captain America you better be sure about this because as you and I both know with great power oh, comes okay. great All right. responsibility mm-hmm. and then she kind of winks at him <sighs> not, and then she zaps Black Panther
2: and then that sets off a domino effect of everybody right. winking and then I got Yeah it. Cap turns <laughs> to the camera like, like, he winks and he's like can you believe
1: this broad and then he <laughs> flies away. <laughs>
2: oh man
1: all right and then christian's
2: favorite part of the movie where uh uh, as they're taking off and war machine is going after them
0: it actually is my favorite part of the movie i I, I wasn't (laughs) kidding
2: i i could see that from a mile away uh oh yes vision uh gets i guess distracted and falcon avoids the beam and war machine's Mm. suit gets hit by vision's mind stone beam and tumbles straight towards the ground you're like there's no way right there's no way that that the mcu is gonna let them hit the ground like that right there's no way and then kablam i love war machine slams the ground i love the visual
1: of his screen going dark and him just falling yeah i thought that was was cool too so cool but then you know classic Mm. mcu he doesn't die or anything he's still there he's fine he's fine i mean he gets paralyzed for a little bit but well, yeah, he's but like the paralyzed, next movie, but it's like, but comes back. And, uh, and, and
0: also it's, it's like getting paralyzed in a world with yeah. Stark tech. It's like, you didn't yeah, even I think get that paralyzed. Was the, like it's the like the
1: worst part is he you just know, came out of it's
0: alive. Like, Well,
2: right. Okay. So the only thing for me out of that moment was that he landed perfectly on his back so that his face was up when Tony got to him. It's like yeah. he was tumbling through the air but perfectly landed in a way that we'd be able to see his face and well. he wasn't, you know, destroyed
0: if you would ever watch king of the hill that's actually how they ended one of their seasons <laughs> with peggy jumping out Another of an airplane peggy. because she wants to go yeah because she wants to go parachuting and then her parachute doesn't deploy and then she just falls all the way onto the ground and then hits and uh it was it was pretty it was pretty dark for king of the hill but i'm just saying it was a classic peggy hill moment because a similar thing happens to her in the television show king of the hill yeah
2: yeah it's mm-hmm. tragic classic
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah uh anyway so
2: as they find out that uh Rhodes has some form of paralysis and may never walk properly again uh widow and tony are talking and uh widow at this point is like you know i don't know necessarily that i'm on the right side again and tony's calling her a double agent she leaves by saying that you know i'm not the one that needs to watch their back and it's like damn all right, right. well she's uh she's flipped i guess she's back on on cap side it seems uh, and this is when Tony gets the information about Zemo and we find out that that doctor, which by the way, was the doctor from a previous movie, which is one of the Russo brothers. Uh, right. so the guy that dies in the bathtub is one of the Russo brothers. It's the same doctor from the, uh, previous, I I'm blanking on which movie it was, movie it was but I not Yeah. It might've been from winter soldier. Yeah. So, uh, he's the one who had the, uh, face mask technology. He was framing, Winter Soldier, and then was killed off after that, and so, sorry Russo brother, you are no longer part of the MCU Um, but yeah, so that's when we find out, and Tony has that information Uh, and uh, so now Tony realizes that maybe he's made a mistake (laughs)
3: that
2: uh, the winter soldier is actually not someone who is uh uh, the one who's been doing all of this
1: this is this is where uh what i was talking about before where they set up like very ambiguous sides and they're like merits to both sides and whatever but then they kind of ruin it with the framing of this plot line where it's like okay well now it's not ambiguous anymore captain was right and all they were going to do was put the the superhero dudes in like a a prison in the middle of the ocean so that's bad like yeah yeah i mean yeah so yeah because zemo he goes and finds
2: the other winter soldiers frozen in siberia and then tony visits the raft prison the underwater prison for super powered beings
0: um
1: and even with this
0: and paul rudd and Paul Rod. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, and Hawkeye. And Falcon. Yeah, and Paul Rod and Hawkeye yeah, and, and Falcon. Falcon. Okay. Yeah, so, well... <laughs> yeah,
1: so it's just like What's it's a just, a random it's just a prison.
2: <laughs> Uh anyway, so it's just a prison. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a regular prison. <laughs> but it's underwater. Uh <laughs> Uh, even with the evidence, though, Ross doesn't believe Tony at this point. Ross is like, you know, you've already fucked up too many times. I'm not believing anything new that you're bringing to the table. Tony sees how Wan- specifically how Wanda's locked up was pretty intense, though. Even though the other people were just like hanging out inside their cells, Wanda yeah. was like strapped down yeah, and so, like her face, eyes bulging. Like, it was, so it was, it does was she lot.
1: need to have her fingers move all weirdly to use her powers? Can she not just use her mind to use her powers
2: uh can harry potter perform magic yes. without waving his wand the answer is yes can
1: he oh i don't know
2: actually so <laughs> uh yeah get fucked dan <laughs> I, it wasn't no i was actually asking that was a dan good faith question. Oh, okay you uh, should uh, well
0: you should have given yep. yourself an Sorry, air horn, I forgot. Yeah, my bad. <laughs>
2: Uh, but I actually don't know. That's a, that's a good question. Uh, and we never really see if she has any type of different lockup that would like, you know, like Magneto's, uh, lockup in X-Men where it's like no metal and he's like just in cushions and like cushion seats and stuff so that he can't break out. Anyways, that's a whole other podcast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, anyways. So Tony gets this info from Falcon of where they've gone because he's like, look, I was wrong. Here's the info. Like, cap was right winter soldier is not you know who did all of this stuff and so he's on his helicopter and he's on his way to siberia and he's not going to take the helicopter to siberia Uh he's going to jump out of the helicopter in an iron man suit to fly there and now i think the reason he's doing that is because he's going to have the helicopter go back to the avengers compound to make it seem like he went back there so the plane jump makes sense
0: Again, it's like it's like a long ass movie, dude. I was really I was really trying, but yeah. this is like definitely around the time where like my recollection starting to get a little foggy because sure. we're like we're like fucking two hours and fifteen minutes <laughs> yeah. into yeah. you know some shit that I wasn't you know whatever. But um, Black Panther's not with him, yeah. right?
2: No, he's uh following along. Okay. So Wakanda t- Wakanda and Tech they have cloaking uh devices on their ships. Okay, and so it shows as Iron Man leaves the helicopter.
0: Uh, it shows okay, his ship in the he's, clouds. He's been, he's been getting tailed by Black Panther. Okay, exactly. Right. All right. Yeah. Yep. All right. We're back on the same page. Boom, okay. and he- <laughs> I just couldn't remember how Black Panther ended yeah. up there. I just remember he is there.
2: Yeah. He's he's kind of trying to figure out what's going on because it's clear that it's not making a ton of sense like up front and that things are not panning out as he kind of thought they would, even though he's still kind of looking for Bucky to take that revenge. Um, Right. And so when Bucky and uh, Cap are there at the base, they're kind of going through and Iron Man made it there before them, it seems, because he opens up that door and uh, that's who appears. And in this moment, they've reached a truth. And this is where uh, Iron Man calls Bucky the uh, Manchurian candidate. So a right. little little giggle time right there from right
0: the, which i oh my god i it. just i, lo- I <laughs> yeah. lost yeah i know when he said know. when he said that oh boy
2: yeah uh but what we do see now is that zemo killed all the super soldiers uh we yeah. get in there and we're like oh okay i didn't i didn't expect that i didn't think that i thought this was going to be uh you know the first time i watched this at least i was like oh i thought this was going to be Cap, Iron Man, Bucky get there and they all fight the seven or eight whatever super soldiers that are waking up on ice to, you know, take down the Avengers. And it turns out that that is not the case. They'd all been shot in the head uh, and they're all dead in this moment. Um, And this is where we finally find out. What was that mission log from December 16th, 1990? No, they
1: were just uh they were foretelling the arrival of a very popular movie soon to be released on December 16th, 2022 and that's Avatar: Way of the Water. <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, I don't
2: know how that movie is going to live up to the hype of being 10 years or so after the original came out. I don't even remember what the original one was about
1: at this Just point. Just trust me, bro.
2: I, I mean, it's got to make some crazy. I think, it, I think what I read was it had to be the third highest grossing movie of all time to make its money back.
1: Hmm. That's, that's how much they spent on making money. that movie.
2: Anyways, what uh, here's what we find out. We, we find out that inside that car but was. Yeah, it's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. We find out that in that car was Howard and Maria Stark, oh. and they were the ones Woo! that were driving uh, on that road and had the Super Soldier serum.
0: Uh, yeah, he Batman'd him, dude. He, how what? He Batman? Oh, yeah, them. he
1: killed. Yeah, he, kill, he killed his parents. Oh,
0: no. Yeah. Yeah, hit, oh, no. Him, hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him with a classic Batman. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he did. <laughs>
2: um, I will say here in this Disney fashion, uh, because kind of we got to keep that PG-13 rating, uh, yeah. the death of the parents was a little non-impactful for me. Do, um because you know what
0: i okay hold on i, I said this before when we said again this is the point in the movie where i was starting to like really fu- now that you mentioned that i just watched this i do not fucking remember how those parents die yeah. actually i just watched this movie so, and i cannot recall the car
2: crashes uh howard right. stark falls out of the seat onto the ground yeah and then the is winter soldier dead? pulls him up and punches okay. him in the face twice like oh, really yeah. with his metal arm and right, then throws the him back yeah. in it the also seat makes, as if he
1: had just hit his head. It also makes right? no visible yeah. dent in his face, even though it's it the problem that I had.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the problem I had, which was like, he very hard hit him in the face two times with his metal arm and put him back as if he like got, you know, rammed into the, the steering wheel as he hit or yeah. something. Uh, and then for the wife, he just took the metal arm, put over her neck and choked her to death, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then, he. yeah, that's t- cool. Yeah. And then, so he took the super soldier serum and this is where Tony like loses his mind. And he says, did you know? And cap hesitates. And so he, I guess knows based on the conversation, what he knows was that the winter soldier killed Stark, uh, Howard Stark and Maria Stark but he didn't know until more recently that the Winter Soldier, which, by the way, is Bucky. Huh? So even...
0: Oh, so, so that's, that's how like Cap Kind of an important plot point. Yeah, okay.
2: is that yeah. he knew back in the day that Howard was murdered by the Winter Soldier. He didn't know till recently that the Winter Soldier is Bucky.
0: Right, sure. Right,
2: and so even after finding out, he still didn't tell Tony, which it's like, how do you tell tony uh, during all these events that are happening that the person you're looking for is the person that killed your parents but it wasn't really him because he was brainwashed
0: like right but also like tony knows that right like i mean well i mean he doesn't know that he killed but he's like he understands at this point like the differentiation between the winter soldier and bucky like he's but like well he i
2: don't think he does yet because i think what he knows is that bucky was framed I don't think he necessarily has the full Winter Soldier breakdown of the brainwash, does he? Uh, I I don't know.
0: I I guess yeah I, yeah I, this is a long yeah that, <laughs> long me, dude oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, no, guess, I, I guess I guess I get I, I guess I had assumed, but like in like the Tony Stark way where he just sort of like has his fingers on all the pulses yeah. that he would know. But I'm trying to think because I mean because like Bucky, he first shows up in then he's in winter soldier captain america but but tony stark's is he's not in captain america winter soldier is he tony stark uh,
2: no no yeah. i don't think he was in that movie no, no he wasn't so i
0: guess he wouldn't he have wouldn't the have... context of that movie correct although but, although perhaps captain america and him would have had a conversation but they're not really like friends so maybe they wouldn't really have had that conversation and then i guess when would he have known in this movie yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. So maybe, he doesn't have the context. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe he maybe he doesn't completely understand yeah. the separation of the man. Okay. Well, yeah. and
2: this leads to the, the 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 plan. This was Zemo's plan the whole time. This was the way to bring down the Avengers from the inside. And so now we get the big iron cap and Bucky kind of close fight. Uh and yeah, I I mean every hit in this moment between these three characters. Was impactful, it was big, and I like that it was like in that enclosed space after they like do the whole climb up the stairs and trying to escape, Mm -hmm. and Bucky's trying to get out and all that. Like, that was fine, you know. And he he says he's gonna wing it because his uh directional whatever scanners aren't working, so yeah, his aimers he's like, I'll wing it, and he shoots the thing and closes it. But I really like this last fight, but I also um, realized at this moment too his arm was just metal right it wasn't a vibranium no, was arm at this point and so iron man uh as bucky is like trying to pull the core of the suit out uh iron man br- shoots his arm off um which was mm. uh pretty cool but i i i guess at this point you know maybe this is a classic loki staff situation but it's like mm-hmm. how strong was that arm if yeah. iron man was able to just blow it off like that yeah. um it, it it was kind of a weird i didn't really understand it at that point for me like w- it was strong enough yeah, well to tony's
0: be- very angry so his be- <laughs> <laughs> are, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're even strong, stronger dude. now because he's because he's because he's mad Yo, fun fact yeah. about uh, that
3: that
1: fight where it's the 2v1 they apparently <coughs> choreographed that 10 minutes before they shot it what yeah really they just like had to come up with it on the spot and they came up with it on the spot and it's one of the coolest parts of the movie
2: yeah i mean that that whole fight is really sweet and then uh as iron man and cap really get into it there at the end um you know he says he was he is my friend and iron man says so was i and he they keep fighting at each other and stay down and then they kiss. <laughs> and then they yeah. kiss. Yeah. <laughs> he was my friend. So was I. And they just kiss.
0: <laughs> yeah. And
2: then he says, "Stay down." Final warning. And cap. Comes in with the classic banger. I can do this all day. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you <he> can. <laughs> and then, uh, but anyways, what I really, I thought was kind of the most impactful part of this was the very last blow that uh, Captain America uses his shield to, like, take out Iron Man's armor. Um, is you can see on Tony's face, if you go back and watch this again, that Tony actually thought that Cap was going to shove that shield into his head. Yeah. Like, he when when cap raises the shield over his head tony blocks his face as if cap is about to murder him and it really shows at this moment the complete disconnect in their friendship and the complete disconnect in this fight because he thinks like cap is actually going to murder him (laughs) it's it's pretty intense and he that's why he has such a free shot at iron man's chest to take down the rest of his suit um, yeah, and that,
0: maybe he was going to murder him, and then he's like, "Oh, he's blocking his head." <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: this is a perfect, okay, well, let just perfect opportunity chance to for me to, to do yeah. something a little bit less evil. <laughs> oh damn it! Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: uh,
2: <laughs> um. And before they walk away, here, uh, T'Challa confronts Zemo, who uh, admits at the end that he lost his father, wife, and uh, son from the rubble of Sokovia, even though they were miles yeah. away from the impact. Uh, and Zemo tries to kill himself and uh black panther prevents
0: that before mm-hmm. yeah, uh it's like just let just let him what the fuck like y- you know well he's yeah. like he like he he did all this shit like i'm just like i'm like if i'm black panther in this situation i see the guy about to like shoot himself in the head i would just be like all right you know all's well that ends well you know what i mean yeah mean? i
1: mean is it too easy yeah you it's know? kind of like, like more torture for the guy to let him live yeah Especially yeah, but don't, but don't, but don't, but
0: don't they? But didn't he like talk about the fact that like in Wakanda they think that like when you die that's really when your life is just like that only happens started. for Wakandans. not for everyone. Yeah, not Uh-oh, for everyone. Only like Wakandans. Yeah. All right, it's yeah. like it's like yeah, so uh they, like Valkyries. These movies are confusing. You know, well, the Hall good news
2: for you then is that we are oh, yeah. now at the final part of this movie. Uh, where we see Rhodey now trying to walk for the first time using the legs that Tony has built for him uh, in his... Only semi-successful here. And then uh, and he falls. He's like, don't help me. Don't help me. It's not like that. He just says, don't yeah, help he me. Yeah, he
0: goes, it, no, he goes, no, uh, don't help me. Yeah, it's kind of like that. That's not what happens. <laughs> A little bit.
2: That's, uh, sure, that's kind
0: of what happens. We get our
2: <laughs> standard Stan Lee appearance, and he says, are you Tony Stank? <laughs> Good oh one. my
1: God. Good one, Stan. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, cl- I clapped. I cl- I'm not embarrassed I to admit it. I clapped. I'm
1: sure you did. Uh yeah.
2: and this is where he gets the letter from Cap as well as the cell phone which will make appearance in the future. Uh and the cell phone is there to call them when they need them. Uh and Cap breaks the rest of the uh the people out of the raft.
1: Which, which how? Was pretty easy for Cap that? to do
3: apparently.
0: Yeah. i know yeah he's just sort of like there in the underground like the underwater fortress (laughs) it's like that is like a legit like looks at the camera and winks i know i've been like joking about that a lot (laughs) but like if ever there was a yeah because it's just like what the fuck dude (laughs) like he's just like here you know but he's he's captain america you know you can just do shit like that
2: yep and uh that's it if you need me i'll be there says cap and that wraps up Captain America, colon, Civil War. Uh, except for the two credit scenes here that we have, right. which is a mid-credit scene of now Bucky being in Wakanda, uh, which is a little nod to the fact that, hey, we're about to explore Wakanda here pretty soon. Black Panther's got a solo movie coming up, and Bucky will be in Wakanda uh, trying to get better, trying to get this Hydra stuff out of his head, maybe fix his arm, all that fun stuff.
0: Yes, and then also Spider Man is going to come <laughs> yeah. back, and, yeah. then, and then and then that's the end. Steve from Brooklyn heard him, you know. So right, yeah, it was Steve
2: yeah. from Brooklyn. Yep, from uh, Brooklyn. and that's it. Yep, Captain America: colon Civil War. I think uh, I think we may have uh, close to broken our record for longest podcast here. So this, was... yeah, this is
0: going to be a fucking nightmare to edit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this was a long one, but uh, you know. I, I think you've said a lot of things that maybe you didn't like so much about this movie, but uh, yeah. I think it's time for you to tell us what you did and give us a little rating here.
0: Okay, you're going to hate my rating. Oh, I know. I'm just telling you off the rip. I mean, you're, I already okay, know well,
2: you're wrong, so it's fine. All right.
0: Well, you, do, you don't know that. Oh, you I know. Already, you already know, are sort of under a false impression that if, I'm wrong. If you it rate it false.
2: less than uh-huh. a three... I'm stopping uh-huh. the podcast. We're never going a further episode in. So just yeah, right. it, take it, that in. And interesting. Rate okay. rate it less than a three. If you rate okay. it less than a three, we're we're ending uh-huh. the podcast. So we're just free. we're just done. Yeah. Okay. So.
0: Fantastic. Well, I would never do that. Do you? Do well, that? let's find out. Um, You've done it before. So. so. Well, I know, but you know what? I'm a uh, I'm reformed. I'm not like a toxic guy anymore. You know, um, I'm like a I'm like I'm like the Quentin Tarantino of Cape ship. but like uh, in a okay. positive way. So, you know let's what I mean? hear what you like. Um,
3: <laughs> all right, what did what
0: did what did I like? Uh, I guess if there's one thing that I liked about this movie, it's really the first attempt. I feel like they made to expand the universe in the way that they did expand it. We've seen uh before uh some of their soirees uh soiree for 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 a a soiree is like a a a a, a party party, which i guess this wasn't yeah but anyway uh before we've seen their forays into attempting to do this um but it all like still feels like pretty self-contained you know and even their sort of uh uh uh, excursions out of that you know it's still like a lot of the same roster of people that we've seen so far and whatever you know in, in this one it's like the scale of everything felt big the magnitude of everything felt large and impactful you know um it sort of set like a good precedent for what i think we'll see moving into the future of the fact that like hey these movies do have some you know like real world uh applications and consequences And even so much so that it's like, you know, other factions of the world have now taken notice of these people in the United States and their comings and goings and, you know, all all, like all that that entails. So really, I think as opposed to being like a franchise that's just centralized around... um, you know these varied sort of like specific characters in these specific settings uh we now get to see the rise perhaps of a more like homogenized earth feel to the franchise as opposed to just like hey what's 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 up in these small specific areas around the united states uh, and that was cool, I guess. I I, I like that for what it was. Uh, that being said, I would probably give this movie a two. Uh, was, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I wasn't on, really. Dude. I, 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 I found it pretty boring. Um, it's just, and, I just, and, don't and you know, even get this, is, it. This, like, is, this is supposed to be the positivity segment, so I'm not even gonna like whatever go into, fu- but yeah, I don't know, it's just like really long, and I just didn't care, and I was bored, and the fight scenes were really long, and the new characters weren't that interested. I don't know, I just fucking whatever. Yeah. Um, I was like, I did like this, is it's like, it's like I really had to like try to pay attention towards the end. It's like by the time we got to the end of this movie, I was like, oh, fuck, dude, like, I'm like missing parts of it because i just stopped giving a fuck like an hour ago um and uh yeah so there you go anyway dan wow, oh, wow. well uh this is the last episode of cape shit thank you
2: everybody for listening yeah. along yeah, there you go. uh easy i love this movie man i thought it was fun i thought the action sequences were great i like the character introductions here uh spider-man yeah, all but what i didn't like was corner. there were like There
0: were moments you're allowed to be negative.
2: There were moments in this movie that just felt like they were unnecessary. Like the movie was so long already that they could have cut out like a few parts of this movie that didn't need to be there. One, the whole Sharon Carter, like storyline and then her kissing cap and all this shit, like setting up some type of. Maybe relationship with her, which spoiler alert, by the way, that never happens, right? So, like, it was kind of wasted. Also, again, like, even in the start of the movie, it felt like a weird start for how the rest of the movie was, right? Like, it just, it didn't, like, the red vial, I don't know that it was really explained, and, like, it was kind of just a cheap way to get the movie started and have an explosion where something is, you know, exploded by Wanda and kicks off the whole Sokovia Accord stuff. Um, and then, again, like, the little moments, so the Sharon kiss and also the widow um uh, uh, surviving a grenade inside an enclosed space inside of a truck by using a human shield. Like, it just... It, none of that was necessary to make this movie work. So I feel like this was almost like the director's cut of Civil War. Like the movie could have been edited down maybe another half hour and we wouldn't have lost anything. Um, so that's that's kind of how I feel about that. And also take out the line of played 18, shot 18. I never <laughs> seem to miss no one needs more out, hawkeye you know uh,
0: the director's cut i want to see is this movie but just without hawkeye in it. <laughs> i think i would actually like it a little bit more
2: yeah i i uh, yeah hawkeye was kind of an unneeded addition to this movie honestly so that's what i would say so anyways to wrap it up i would give this movie a rating of 8.5 8. 8. out of
3: 10
0: wow I there's no way dude you know what normally you get incredulous over my ratings i'm gonna get incredulous over an 8.5 there is no fucking conceivable world in which 8.5 is the rating
2: cameos the appearances of new characters ant-man coming in spider-man all these people coming into the same area vision you seeing more power from him like you see wanda you see i i this was made for me. Like the moment where they're at the airport facing each other with the line in the sand and they're coming at like that is that overarching shot of those two teams coming together to fight was made for me to watch. That's so,
1: true. That's true, it Was That's it. It was. So, it was.
2: I would have rated it a 7.5 yeah. if you made it a 3 out of 10. So, just like last chance to bring you guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, last
2: chance. No, if there's you, no
0: way, dude. <laughs> No, uh 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 dude, sorry, I like, it was a legit, great movie.
2: It was a really great movie. If I'm watching
0: a movie and my feeling is, "Oh my god, I'm so bored," and then that doesn't stop at any point and then it's it's like it's like I just can I just, you know, it it just is what it is. It's like I just I just I just, thought, I just thought it was boring. I think we've seen way better shit out of the MCU and I hope we get to see way better shit in the future cuz if this is like the big thing that's like taking us into phase 3 that everyone's losing their fucking minds about, then then we just get this caliber of movie going through phase three this is going to be a slog of a process for me i'll do it i guess that's the point of this podcast
3: right i guess that's the point
2: yeah
0: all
1: right john bring us home um yeah so this movie uh in hindsight was one of my favorite movies i think it still is one of my favorite movies um it gives a lot of My favorite scenes in all of the MCU especially action scenes though watching it back again there are a lot of like sloppy scenes to go along with it so it kind of gives the extremes of like the worst parts of the MCU and the best parts of the MCU. Um, I didn't realize how much of my excitement for this movie was built up in the cameos and how many cameos there were, um, the reveal of Spider-Man, if it wasn't spoiled by the trailers, was kind of like a double twist because we had already gotten a brand new character in Black Panther and then for them to introduce another character was, um, was just like a huge surprise to people we didn't know going in. Um, but at the same time, I felt like they didn't really need to add um, spider-man at all they didn't really need to add ant-man at all i thought that the whole um, finale civil war battle at the airport was kind of like weird and um, was supposed to be really cool but i unlike dan don't really fall for that type of like everyone charge at each other splash art moment um also uh Rhodey not dying in this movie kind of takes a big hit to its rating i think like the whole impact of that scene is lost knowing that he just lives and also gains his mobility back um so there's basically no consequence to that entire fight uh also what i mentioned before was that it was built up to be this ambiguous thing that divides the avengers but then it ends up there is a there's a correct side it's cap side because otherwise you all get put into these like weird cells and are, are stranded in the middle of the ocean by siding with the governments. So, I don't know. Aside from that, I thought Zemo was sick. His goal kind of weird, but um he was like interesting, I suppose. Final thoughts or final rating, I think I would still give this a 7.75 Nice. Just because of all the stuff that I love from it. I, like, I, I just can't take it away from that. I'm really excited to go into the rest of these movies because this movie really breaks us from the Tony Stark and Captain America like yeah. centric MCU. And we get to see like more, uh, not one-off characters, but side characters that end up being their own thing.
2: Yeah, well, and that means uh, our next episode here, you'll see us next with uh, Doctor Strange starring Sherlock Holmes as Benedict Cumberbatch. Sherlock Holmes himself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah, thanks for watching or listening or not yep. doing either one but just playing it in the background yeah. somewhere
0: yeah hey appreciate you guys we'll see you next time i'm gonna go edit this podcast <laughs> now and it will hopefully be done Hell in two yeah. weeks yep see you then Bye-bye. bye, yeah. bye.